For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. I'm Nate Bargatze, sitting with Brian Bates, Aaron Weber, Dusty Slay. Uh, Helix Sleep, it's a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of uh, luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows. For our listeners, go to helixsleep.com slash Nate. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Thank you to our friends Viore for sponsoring this episode of Nate Land. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at vioreclothing.com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. More on that later. All right. Life is busy. And your well-being is important. Not just mine, yours too. Athletic Greens makes it so easy to get the vitamins you need every day with just one scoop. Athletic Greens is given a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Visit athleticgreens.com slash Nate for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That's athleticgreens.com slash Nate. There we go. Welcome, everybody. Uh, excited to be here. Uh, you know, we're all here. Aaron, you're back. It's good to be back, man. You got your passport? Yeah. I had a corporate gig in Cancun, Mexico, mm. that's been on the calendar for 11 months. So, of course, I didn't think to get a passport until two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, Plenty of time. I applied online. I paid for the expedited shipping i paid for the expedited processing it was scheduled to get in the day before i left and then i get a notification that my picture has been rejected because i'm they say you're not allowed to wear a military uniform yeah in the picture you wear a camo i mean look at the picture this is the picture they got wow. yeah <laughs> that looks straight military that's crazy dude 
There's some other reasons I should have been rejected. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Camo's the least of the So problems. I called and I'm like, this is not a military uniform. I'm just it's wearing an a- active shooter mil- yeah. uniform. <laughs> They're just like, how unhappy are you? Come talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, they tell you not to smile in these pictures, right? They say a neutral expression. And I remember asking that's, the that's guy. That's less than neutral. Yeah, yeah. You went neutral. the other way. Yeah. 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 Turn that smile That is down. enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I asked the guy, should I take this off? And he was like, nah, you're good. So that guy rejected. So I missed the, the podcast. At the gas station, they took the picture. <laughs> hey, you think this is going to get through? He's like, ah, it's fine, dude. The guy doesn't care at all if it gets through. I don't. Like, like he's like, I don't. You're, you're fine. <laughs> so I had to fly to a passport agency and get a passport in person. And the only appointment available in the entire country was Buffalo, New York. So during the podcast last week, I was flying to Buffalo to get a passport. Got it in in the nick of time, and now I'm back. Look at you. That's uh, yeah. That yeah. I mean, I think it shows some life in your picture. You're not allowed to smile, though. You not. You shouldn't frown. You think that's a frown? Uh, I mean, I, honestly, when I said act, like if they showed that we are on the look for this man, I, yeah. no one would bat an eye. That like, no is, one would. They would be like typical. They would be like, "How did they let him out?" Yeah, that is the picture they use for a missing person every time. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't. I, yeah, but the other person's missing. We know this yeah. man. Yeah, this man took the. Oh yes. yes. If they posted that, and said we're missing this guy. No one's looking for that guy. Right nah. there, they go. That guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's out. Yeah, he yeah. wants to be missing. He's drinking at a Motel Six. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He chose it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you got it. Thanks, man. Uh, we, uh, I was in your town, Montgomery, last night. Gump Town, dude. Gump Town. We left last night because I. It was. It's only like four hours home, and so I. I didn't realize that until like last night, and then it was like, oh wait, I was like, oh, because right. usually I wake up on the bus. And then I get out and we do the podcast. Uh, but then we I could get home last night. I got home like one forty five. But it was like uh, we left. I don't ever leave immediately. But I mean, I walked off stage and walked to the bus. And we had the bus like pointed to the street <laughs> and just was like psh, gone. It's pretty nice. You want to hang in Montgomery for the night? <laughs> uh, we. I mean, we were going to. I because I thought it was you know if it gets. It shows at eight. If it gets pushed, you know, I don't want to like get home at like four. Yeah. I'd rather just sleep on the bus and get home at like nine thirty or ten or something. Uh but last night I was like, oh, we'll get home at like one forty five. Uh so we yeah, I walked straight right on and just left. It's pretty they said Mick Jagger does it. Pretty cool. Yeah. Like he that's does. a real Mick Jagger move. Yeah. Yeah. Just get right out Mick of there. Mick Jagger Montgomery. Yeah, I was about to say, what does he do? He just walks straight on the bus. They said Mick Jagger. I, I've never left like I, I don't like like I I would normally not leave like this, but like I was just like realized we could get home and it was like, oh. And uh but Mick Jagger will like he says goodnight, the band keeps playing. He walks off stage, walks to a car. And then once the car gets out, they turn the lights up, shows over, and then the people leave. And he's already long gone. Oh, he's already a few blocks away. Oh, I mean, there's people awesome. that probably he might be back. He might be at a restaurant before you're even out of the building. He's on a helicopter out yeah. of there for sure. I always heard there was there was like Carlin would do it, and then Cosby. I heard uh, like they would have a that might have been in Seinfeld. The, I heard comedian. that too. I don't know what that. I yeah, think it's I in the movie that. comedian. They yeah. talk about it. Like they, 
or I don't know, maybe it was I don't, maybe it was somewhere else. But they they would leave. Uh, like they, I mean, they, they have a car waiting, and so when they say good night, they walk to the car, and they would have like a bet between the two, uh, like who could get out there, who the could fastest. get out, who could get out the fastest. I feel like Ryan Hamilton and uh, Mark Norman told us that Seinfeld's kind of like that. He's out of there pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard too, like Seinfeld has done one where he's got a plane. Yeah. And like as you're taking off, you can still see people leaving the building. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it feels abrupt. I mean, I, I guess I get like if you're touring for 40 years, right? You know, you could be like, all right, let's get out of here. Uh, I used to work with this guy who, who managed the Buffalo Bills stadium, not the team, but the stadium. And he said in the offseason, they would bring in big acts. And this is probably, I don't know, 70s. And they brought in uh, the Rolling Stones and said they wanted all their money in cash. And they they took the cash to a helicopter pad. And the moment the show was over, they got they got their money and got on the helicopter. Well, and just flew right out with like you know thousands in cash. Oh, it might be it might be millions. Millions, yeah, yeah, like hundreds of thousands at least. Mm. A lot of money. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's uh, weird. How do you know that guy? Story like that's got to be true. true. Yeah. Well, he yeah. was he played for the Buffalo Bills in the '60s, oh, okay. and I worked with him for a long time. He was he was in retirement age. OJ is selling yeah. past. <laughs> he man, he said he was around when OJ was there, but he was uh, played football when Jack Kemp, who was Bob Dole's running back, our running mate, running mate, <laughs> yeah. uh, was quarterback at the wow. Buffalo Bills. Oh. But he he was my boss as a Stu Barber is his name. He was my boss as a pesticide guy. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, yeah, that's so, fun. Yeah, we did. Uh, uh, yeah, you always know more football stuff than I. You look like you I know. know. You always surprise me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like football. I don't like a lot of sports. Yeah, but I do like football. Yeah, it's always just like I don't think you're ever gonna know who these people are. Oh yeah. But it's got to be a weird way like that. It's not just from watching Sports Center. Well, I used to love Sports Center, but it is not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it is like a sports podcast. I want to see uh, highlights. Yeah, that's all I want. Some sports highlights. Yeah, yeah. I it Sports Center's gotten. I don't watch it much anymore. Either. Yeah, it's just too much. It's when they started standing up. Oh yeah, that's when it went downhill for me. Stay yeah. behind the desk. You know, oh yeah! It, everyone started doing. Know that. your role. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Why are you standing? Well, around? they started getting. Well, that's that's the, they started getting like they are the celebrity, and so like that's what I always think with uh, media journalism. Some of that is like once they want to be the celebrity, then you're kind of it's kind of not going to go good because mm-hmm. you're, uh, it, it, you know, it's like I mean they're famous. I like I yeah I have trouble watching it like. I want to see just the highlights. I, then they also throw too many stories in. It's like too many, like, I say you'd be at midnight, and then it's like some sad video, and you're like, dude, I'm I'm just trying to see who won what game, and I got to watch a 25-minute video of some team. It's and very, you're like, yeah, I'm not, very you're like, contrived. Oh, yeah. It, all reality shows, when I did Last Comic Standing, they were like, what would this mean to you? To win this, what would this be? Like? What would this mean? I was like, I don't know. It'd be great to headline clubs all over the place. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I, they they said it like your heart and souls in this, right? right? I'm like, no, I just would like to be the funniest. What would it mean to look your parents in the eye? <laughs> yeah, and say, Mom and Dad, I did it. <laughs> they would go. My parents would go. What What'd you do? <laughs> yeah, I told my dad I was on Netflix. He goes, Oh, that's great. And then he goes, 
what's Netflix again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're uh I think that stuff's going away. Like people don't want you just like you just like just to have the competition. I don't need the drama. Yeah. Like you I think I mean Laura watches Survivor. She's watched it forever. And but I think she even could fast forward through some of the drama of it cuz it's like oh, I want to just see the them competing, maybe a tiny bit of it, but I like I don't need. You ever watch the Great British Bake Off? No, on Netflix. <laughs> uh-uh. It's a competition show. And it's Is British. It? Sounds like it. Uh, I, get, I get to say that. it's British, <laughs> but it's fascinating the difference between American television and British television because it's a competition show. But you know nothing about these people. They give you like a five second look into their life, and then it's all just about. It's fun. It's encouraging. There's. It's not overly dramatic. It's totally the opposite of what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I like that. And you get to see some nice cakes. Yeah. <laughs> mm, you like that? <laughs> I like cake week, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Biscuit week, not so much, but I'm into the cakes. Why don't you like biscuit? Oh, like the cookie biscuit? Cookie, they call oh. them, yeah, they call them biscuits. You don't like cookies? If there were regular biscuits, I'd be into That it. would be uh, fun. R- regular biscuits? Uh-huh. Yeah. But cookies. I'm you're the judge of that, and you're like, well, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm just disappointed <laughs> How loosely y'all use the word biscuit over here. <laughs> you know, you had a nice Montgomery, Alabama young boy come judge this. Yeah. And I expected, this is not what I expected. It's a chocolate chip biscuit? I don't yeah. like this. And they'd go, Montgomery you don't know nothing biscuits? about cookies? You don't like cookies? <laughs> no, I'm into cookies, too. Yeah, 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 yeah but I yeah, prefer a biscuit. Yeah. Cakes are, I think I've, uh, I enjoy cakes more now than I ever did. Why is that? I don't know. You eating less of them than you ever did? Uh, I I don't think I ever was on a stretch of them where I was just on a run of eating cakes. But I think I just like you know, nice cake is nice. <laughs> you just appreciate them. At a certain age, at a certain age, yeah. you feel like you're healthier now. You eat less junk food that maybe you appreciate it more because it's kind of a rare. I love it's like it. A treat. You feel like you've earned it in a way. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've earned it, but it's uh. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, it is nice. I mean, we have a cake with someone's birthday on the road, and it's yeah, always nice. Yeah. It's always nice. Feel slice. I mean, I could eat so cake and ice cream. I've like, that's, it's fun. Yeah. That's very fun. It's a good time. Yeah. It is fun. You get a little, little bit of each and a forkful. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I like, I like ice cream and pie too. I'm a big fan. I'm a big pie fan. All pies. I like pecan pie, but I don't, I don't I'm I like big apple pie, pie berry pie. Yeah. Berry pie. Like a blackberry, blueberry. Okay. Yeah, you got to yeah. be a little more specific. <laughs> yeah. Not raspberry. Fruit I, pie. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is off to a <laughs> good start. I mean, I don't know. You got into Listed pie. our pie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we had great, great weekends. I met uh, uh, Dean Ripa's sister from the Cape Fear Serpentarium. So this is the uh, the brochure from the Cape Fear Serpentarium. She brought me some stuff. And I got some other stuff. They sent me some like facts and stuff like to for you to like look at. We I'll have to I didn't really get a look at them yet, but I'll look at them when we can talk about them one day. Uh but pretty fun. It's still going? No, no, no. It's uh now it's like a uh bizarro weird place. So <laughs> like a ripple. <laughs> like it wasn't before. Not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, now 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 it's uh, that they were very sweet and uh uh they were they were nice and they said they loved it and i you know i always like felt like even though it's crazy he's like i don't ever feel like i'm making fun of someone 
and uh but they were like nice they're like no no he would have loved it uh so the you know that's good and his and his his sister they 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 have a son now like it's a it's it's a they're very nice very nice it was cool really cool to get to meet them uh so but that was in we were in charlotte three nights and then uh uh, it's like macon georgia there's something else something in the middle rock uh no that was last week uh macon uh Montgomery and somewhere else. Mobile, three. Augusta was Friday and Saturday and Sunday. No, that made that was it. Macon and uh, Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Mobile was the other it's day. A good run. Sounds like a Jamie a Johnson run. song. Yeah, I was in Birmingham last night. I'm sorry, I siphoned some of your ticket sales, dude. Oh, you know that's where they were. <laughs> uh, they said they were short staffed, so that's probably what happened. <laughs> and then where were y'all? I was in uh, Mattoon, Illinois. Uh, this is really the Hollywood of the South. <laughs> <laughs> We're really rocking it out. I mean, it's ever... I got out of the South. I went to the Midwest, Mattoon, Illinois. Oh, Mattoon. The Fields Church uh, did a show there. They gave me this Titans, uh, nice oh, Titans. Cool. Oh, nice. Titans aren't doing too well right now, but I still wanted to wear the shirt and thank them for that. Titans combine training. Well, they're... Not too far from Indianapolis, so okay. Oh yeah, uh, I'm guessing sense. that's why they gave me that. Um, so yeah, I was in Matum. All right, I went to the Liberty Funny Bone uh, or or the Cincinnati Funny Bone, and it was great. Hot shows. I managed to get out of there without eating Skyline Chili again. Still not had it. Uh, I don't know if people have ever talked to you about Skyline Chili, but the shows were great. The shows <clears> were really <throat> great, but. Everybody's like, you got to try it. And then there's also the other half of everybody that's like, don't do it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's like chili, but over spaghetti. And they put little chocolate flakes in there. And then I'm like, they just keep adding ingredients to where I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't know if you guys have experienced Skyline. I think chili. I've had it. Uh, but yeah, I'm not, a, yeah, I think I've had it. I mean, up until the chocolate flakes, it just seems like spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you don't have to get that stuff on there. You just. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know. Like everybody, people are like, do it, do it. And then they're like, don't do it. And then I'm like, <laughs> if, if the people that are don't do it scare you really out of it. Yeah. Why do they say not do it? I think they just think it's gross. Oh. No, I think all your digestive problems, you don't need to be digging in the skyline. That's probably, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I would try it. Maybe one day I'll yeah. get in there and I'll try it a little bit. All right. All right. Keep us posted. Been a big eating podcast, but. Uh, yeah. Well, I think everybody would like to know when you do try it. So keep it. But the shows so, were great, though. Oh. What a great place. <coughs> the club really takes care of you. They put me in a nice hotel. The audiences mm-hmm. were great. So friendly. Nice people. Yeah. Great. It's fun. Yeah, that's a good place. Uh, all right. Let's start with the comments. We'll try to get something rolling off top. Then <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Sheldon Larson, thanks for this wonderful podcast that keeps me laughing and smiling on my daily work commute. I am so happy that all of the World War II topics that are out there, everyone is focused on the bats. It had me laughing so hard I had to pull over so I wouldn't crash while listening. Mm. Yeah, those bats with bombs on them. Bats with bombs on them. It's hard not to talk about them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of unfunny things about World War II, so it's nice to focus on the bats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Justin knew a lot 
and once we got done with the air, he told me a lot of stuff about how Hitler wasn't all bad. And, uh, <laughs> and then, I mean, he had some really strong opinions. Yeah. It's a little disturbing. I was right? gone by then. <laughs> well, I mean, just, if, if you want to know, email Justin. He'll tell you about it. Yeah. He'll get into it. Yeah. A lot of people are writing in that they have to pull over while listening. That's really nice. I want one of you to just keep going, see what happens. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That'd be a much better story. I was in a wreck and my car's totaled. Yeah, push through. Uh, Brian Gregory. Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. I thought, oh, boy, when I saw today's topics. Mostly because last week was on holiday shopping. What's next? Electric cars followed by War of 1812, perhaps. Love the randomness this podcast brings, but more so the needed laughs in the middle of a busy work week. All right. We love that. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Bell. The fact that breakfast says I watched the history movie called Godzilla versus King Kong, and no one even acknowledged the absurdity of the joke he made. Makes me think everyone rolled with it because this is a comedy podcast or no one knew that it's not a historical movie, both of which would be on point for this podcast. Very I, true. I believe that it is. <laughs> I mean, they very yeah. well could be, you know, who knows? They could have been a giant. I mean, Godzilla is essentially a dinosaur, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah, but we already 50-50 on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it could be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But if you're, but if there were dinosaurs, we hope that they were Godzilla and King. Yeah, Kong. absolutely. Lived yeah. in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Right before King. they turned into birds. Yeah, <laughs> they were on their way. Yeah, who, who could fly? Could Godzilla fly? Some of the no, but some of the ones they fought could. Yeah, that was another yeah. moth. Mothman. Moth, I don't know. Mothman. <laughs> he could fly. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, Michael Mitchell, Dusty being on computer duty is like Nate being on reading comments duty. I have to wonder if someone wouldn't be better. He Googled like two things and the whole time being wrong about the Godzilla versus King Kong movie when he had an answer five seconds away. I love them all, but Aaron does bring some useful skills and perspective that is missed in this episode. All right, I'll take that. Well, there's no question about that. Yeah. I mean, whenever I'm asked to do the computer, I'm like, I'll do it, (laughs) but it's not going to be as good. It's tough Googling when somebody's looking over your shoulder. Yeah. You know, seeing what you're doing. Yes, it is. It's a lot of stress. Yeah. I mean, I think I should go back to doing it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I should. Let's see if the people want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bring a typewriter out. You got to pass it to Laura and she has to Google it. <laughs> you just, and then you rip it, <laughs> hand it. They run it like the old news. Like the old news. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Would y'all pass on tra- news stuff like that? Uh, Tap uh, it on. Uh, no. Read the story. Would you ever rip paper and run it on there and go? And they go, oh my gosh. You have the tube like at the bank? Ladies and gentlemen, we have Godzilla King Kong (laughs) apparently in the Gulf of Mexico. Breaking news. No, we just tell them, tell them in their piece. Yeah. That's got to be a, that's a, that's a something to really learn how to do. To be good at that. Mm -hmm. To be able to listen to someone talk to you while you're talking and not lose your train of thought. Yeah. Yeah, that is tough. I think that's real tough. Yeah. Because news, I mean, news people have to be like, oh, yeah. And then it could just be like, bam, man. Because they're not just telling you just anything. They're telling you something so dramatic that they have to interrupt you. Yeah. And you have to keep talking. Yeah. Like Godzilla and King Kong just spotted. <laughs> like, in they, and would you just say, hey, you'd be like, hey, Brian, Godzilla and King Kong, we they have been spotted. And that's when the person goes. Well, oh. if there were two anchors up there, then I would always wait obviously till the other one's talking to tell the person but if it's just one person up there you got to tell them 
yeah. while they're talking. You yeah. just try to do it the best you can. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to do the news and they just hear. <laughs> did you ever leave it on you're just talking <laughs> just yeah, flipped yeah. up and i'm just blasting the like, oh, i gotta get out of this job <laughs> he's up there like you know this guy's tornado, tornado came through he goes it's tornado <laughs> they keep saying tornado uh you give them some Lebanon news that you think's big, mm-hmm. like breaking news. The New Goodwill. Golden Corral. New Golden well, I'm kind of upset because a couple weeks ago we talked about famous people from Lebanon. Yeah, my buddy Nick, who I go to the Titans games with for years, except up until this year, we sit together. Lebanon just had their annual Christmas parade, and he was the Grand Marshal. Oh wow! He's lived here for like a year. Wow, what does he do? He's on the news. Yeah, so local newsman that lives in Lebanon. Grand Marshal Lebanon Christmas Parade. Yeah. That should be me. That should be you. What happened that you guys don't sit together anymore? Did you talk about Well, we didn't renew our tickets this year. Okay. But yeah, yeah, but you I mean you're on the you got a podcast. Yeah. You're you're moving and shaking. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, you could have been the Grand Marshal. I should have been. Did you go to the parade? No. I was too upset. I protested. I wouldn't have went. Yeah, I wouldn't have went. This parade looks pretty crazy, man. Is that (laughs) now? That was this weekend? That's for 2012. Uh, 2012. Yeah, uh, things have changed since I then. I can't imagine it's much different now. Yeah. How <laughs> often did you go? You go every year? Growing up, I did. Yeah. One year, our uh, Cub Scout troop got to ride in the parade. And oh, I was wow. very excited about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I went downtown. Were you like 40? Le- <laughs> I went downtown Lebanon, and they had this little... Uh, it's not Lebanon. Come on, dude. Come correct. Lebanon. You better come Lebanon. correct. Lebanon. You're coming to Lebanon. Lebanon. Sorry. And they have the the square. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you get outside that square. That's it. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Far. Like, I mean, I, I I was in there and I was like, whoa, we're always making fun of Lebanon. And I thought, well, this is great. Yeah. yeah. And then I drove, you know, just out of there and I was like, oh, it's that is the downtown. Well, any place that has a square. There's not much around that. Is this the square we're looking at right here? Yeah. The parade? Yep. So you're, the parade is just. So the school bus is coming through? Well, yeah, it's a parade. It looks like a clown bus. I don't know what that is <laughs> right of hand, but maybe Bozo's on there. I'm not making fun of Lebanon. I'm I just am. saying. Yeah. West Main Street's nice. There's a, you, just off the left there, there's the statue of General Hatton. He's a Civil War uh, soldier that everyone wants tore down, except if you live in Lebanon. They're like, yeah. nah, he stayed. <laughs> <laughs> He's our guy. Is he from Lebanon? No, but we just like him. Yeah, yeah. Y'all just picked one. I really don't know the story behind. Yeah. Maybe he is from Lebanon. Y'all just picked a guy, and you're like, yeah. that guy feels like us. Never been to yeah. Lebanon before. <laughs> if you can meet that guy, he's like, I didn't really, I wasn't like really in the thick of it, you know? And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, you're right where we wanted to be, Lebanon. We're not in the thick of it. We were there. We were around. Uh-huh. We can tell you all about it. But I was pretty far back from the <laughs> cannons. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael Mitchell. Oh no, Jerry Canadi. Mm. Jerry Canadi. Listen to Nate explain how to stay warm when you're camping exactly while listening to this podcast. After saying you should lay on the leaves to stay warm, he caps it off by saying it's possible nothing he said is true. Love you guys. Keep the, keep the great work. Is that true? I think you do lay on the leaves, though. I'm, I'm going back. I do think you want to stay off the ground. Yeah. Like oh, if you okay. want to stay warm. I think the ground 
takes heat from Yeah, you. I wouldn't get in the dirt. I think you'd dig a hole in the ground, and and then the walls would insulate you. That's mm-hmm. what I would do. Well, I, I mean, remember, eventually you're going to have to lay down if you're out there in the woods. But I mean, like, I would but lay put, like, in a tree or something. Yeah. Are you, you lay something on it. Yeah. Richard Kimball just put some leaves over him. I believe him. Okay. Dr. Richard Kimball. From the fugitive? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Uh, My- Michael Clay. Michael Clay. Sam Quesada. As a military history major, this episode is a world, world's collides moment for me. There was a missed opportunity to talk about Mad Jack Churchill, though. The last guy with a confirmed longbow kill. His life was truly insane, and he stormed the beaches with a sword and longbow during World War II. That's crazy. Yeah. Here he is. I mean. I mean, just getting after <laughs> So what did he do? Well, he didn't. I guess he didn't take a rifle. He took a sword and a longbow. And... This guy must be who Hawkeye from the Avengers is based off yeah. of. Look at that guy. Mad Jack. Yeah. Well, that's got to be fresh. Even if you're on the other side and you get killed by that arrow, you're like, I mean, <laughs> you're like, how much slow? You're like, what? Of course, I'm the one that has to get. Of course. They have to notify that guy's family. Yeah. And you're like, is he dead? He will be. It's just going to be long and painful. It's going to be long and painful. He got shot by an arrow and they're like, what? And he goes, Oh, no, no. got this one guy. <laughs> we, got, we got one guy. Don't, don't we got started. one guy. That Did you run out of rifles? Yeah. No, he prefers it. No, no, he got the long, you know. And you're like, oh, no. That would be just the, I mean, just the shock of just an arrow. <laughs> like, I'm the guy that dies from an arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that guy did. He probably really would have to think, like, it figures. Figures. Yep. Uh, Kelly Russell, I was so excited to see the theme was World War II because I literally just fin- re- finished reading Unbroken, Olympic runner Louis Zamperini's pretty good oh, yeah, biography. Nice. Uh, y'all dug into specific athletes and never ever mentioned the deliquent. <laughs> what? I trouble that Delinquent. One. I used all my powers on Zamperini. <laughs> Uh, mentioned the Dale Winkent, uh turned Olympic runner, turned Army barm, Bombardier. <laughs> bombardier. Is that it? I don't know. Bombardier. Bombardier. All right. All right. Turned Army Bombardier, turned POW, war hero, turned evangelist, and human and humanitarian. 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 Oh, that was he? a wild ride that caught yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot going on there. Wow. I thought I made through. Uh, that's I thought I got through the weeds. That's like you're like I see land over here after Zamperini. <laughs> yeah. I go no, no, no. There's I can see the ocean. Yeah, and then I don't see the. Feels like Kelly put words in there just to trip you up. I know. Yeah, the Zamperini was a trap. I know you felt so good after yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember this movie from a few years ago, Unbroken. I think. Uh, Angelina Jolie directed it, uh, and this guy had an incredible life. He was a, like, I mean, basically just what she said. What's a human a humanitarian? Like somewhere like a zoo, you go look at humans, <laughs> <laughs> studies humans, like a terrarium for humans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, what did they good do? Thing. Just did good things. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, like I think Jimmy Carter. Be it's a good a, uh, good word to use for somebody that doesn't. There's nothing really we can nail down. Yeah, <laughs> but he was just doing some he stuff. He's just a good he's guy. Doing, he's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. Humanitarian. Yeah, it's a philanthropy. Yeah, we don't really know what he was up to. John Wiley, regarding Operation Mincemeat, the movie on Netflix is decent. However, I would recommend the documentary on YouTube over the movie. The fantastic documentary answers many of the questions the guy ask. Also, the guys ask. Also, the person credited with coming up with the idea for the operation is none other than Ian Fleming, who would go on to create James Bond, keep up the good work. Yeah, a YouTube documentary, at least used to be, was always superior to the Netflix documentary. That's where you get the real info. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like I mentioned Ian Fleming last week. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, well, I'm just going to watch the Netflix movie. Well, if you want the lies. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you have to go look at YouTube and uh, you look at like, yeah, like that. Yeah, documentaries are. You kind of don't, I don't know if I trust a ton of new ones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like after like making a murder, like where it was like, you know, it was all super fun and, you know, or, you know, you're like, oh, this guy did. And then there's stuff they left out that you're like, I mean, there's no way he didn't do it. I know. I know. And then you're like, I always feel bad for the, you know, it's like, is that family? That's to go, yeah. you know, and you're just making right. a, a movie and you're, it's a crazy story, but it's crazy because you left out the part that he did it. Yeah. And then that's the that's the part that's like... And then you're like, well, that was 12 hours of my life. You just yeah. completely misled me the whole time. Yeah, well, if, and if you don't look into it more, mm -hmm. you then you still think. But then if you start like reading stuff about it, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, wow. For sure. Even uh, like movies like Michael Orr like talked about the blind side being like, yeah, that wasn't it at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, so you just basically make a lie of that guy's life. Right. Mm. Right. But it is how interesting could a, like that was a movie. I mean, it was a great I movie. It was very fun. I think they got the majority of it right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he and said that was that a movie. Wasn't, he wasn't just some rich kid that they made up about living in the projects yeah. and adopted by a white family. And it, yeah, and I think a movie is a little different just because it's like, it's, well, we got to it's got to be watchable yeah. based on true but events. It, but if something's a documentary, yes. then you think, oh, I can trust this, yeah. and then it's you know, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. If it's a documentary, for sure, you're supposed yeah. to be able to trust it. But do you know the difference? Well, it depends on the subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Movies are called undocumentaries. Yeah. Undocumentaries, exactly. Well, like uh, the Kennedy one with Oliver Stone. That was supposedly was like that's a movie, but JFK. JFK. He got, I think, uh, was like he's like way into JFK. So I thought that I think that was supposed to be like some true stuff. Did the Kennedy family agree? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You haven't talked to him yet. Not yet. Uh, I just watched a <laughs> three-part series on Shaq. Maybe there's more to come. I don't know. On HBO <clears throat> about his life, and you know he takes some shots at Carlos Groves. I don't appreciate that. Yeah, that's your oh, point. That's, and I'd like yeah. Carlos Groves to be able to respond. And, uh -huh. Yeah, Carlos Groves is my hero. I got his autograph in high school. Okay, and I don't know him. He, uh, no one does. Okay. <laughs> well, if Carlos Groves wants to come on here and <laughs> yeah, and 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 uh, defend himself, defend himself, we'll let him. All right. Yeah, but he hard fouled Shaq um, in the SEC tournament to the point where Dale Jones said, 
Shaq should just go pro because these guys are going to hurt him before he gets his money. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because he couldn't hit free throws, so. Dale the, Jones, the comedian? Yep. Uh, sorry, Dale Brown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because people are like, what? No, yeah. Dale Brown, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Christina Marshall. The book The German Wife is based on the true story of high-ranking Nazis being brought to the United States first as printer, prisoners, but then mostly granted full citizenship. Hmm. Yeah, some people told me to look up Operation Paperclip, which is kind of the same as the book. Uh, apparently, people like Von Braun, they were they were Nazis, and yeah. then they came here, and then they're like, well, you could do some good stuff for us. So then they got their citizenship. and Yeah. So... Yeah, why don't you just go ahead and start NASA for us? Yeah. Go ahead and get that going. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, the world, the world's a crazy world. It is. That is crazy. It really is. Stuff is crazy. It and is you're crazy. Like, it goes in your you're like, there's really no answer. You know, you're like, I I don't I don't even know what to say. But just uh, yeah, she always <laughs> just know that Nate just recently headlined the Von Braun Center, so he clearly yeah. supports it. I mean, I, yeah, I did a guess set, but that doesn't count. That's true. Yeah. It's worse. He has to be on. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> he goes, "These are my people." It's literally word for word. He really had options. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Even, I'm not even gonna pay for this. I just yeah. want to do yeah. it. CC Morgan. I always thought it was silly when listeners got irritated at you guys for getting facts wrong, but as a professional musician with a master's degree in music, I finally feel their pain. The big band slash swing era began in the 30s and was at its height when World War II began. Some of the most enduring jazz and Broadway hits were composed during the Great Depression and World War II. The nasally tenor music Justin described was more popular during the previous era. Mm. Yeah, I'll be Justin honest. Justin was wrong. I didn't know yeah. a lot about what Justin was saying at that time. Yeah. <laughs> about the music that plays during World War II or World War One. I. I didn't. Yeah, there's a chance Justin didn't either. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Good chance. Uh, so, but, but I like I, when Justin's on here, we don't defend him. We're like, yeah, well, Justin's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy was very upset about it, CC Morgan yeah. here. But um, I don't, I like Big Bandit Swing. Yeah. Do you? I mean, I don't have a lot of albums. But <laughs> you jam it out to that in the car on the way here. But I don't mind it. You know, I like. When was the last time you listened to it? You think? I don't know. Never. Captain America. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. You know, I don't have any. But you know, you'll hear it. And it's got it's got an upbeat tune to it. You know, a little. Uh, I don't know the instruments, but you where know, are you hearing it? Upright <laughs> bass, probably. Where do you go where big band music is being played? You know, like um, who was the? It was kind of coming back popular in like the late nineties. The uh, you know the ska uh, music, like the jump job and then yeah, you yeah, the big bad jive. voodoo that yeah, stuff like that. It was kind of coming yeah. back around a little bit. Okay. Stray cats. Well, CC yeah. Morgan, right back and see if that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the same thing. Yeah. He's like, no, Justin. So I like Big Man. I listen to Mighty Mighty Boss Tones uh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, so totally. Kind of Mighty Mighty thing. Boss Tones. Yeah, that mm. kind of stuff. Brian, yeah. Brian Seltzer Orchestra, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my only Big Bang experience is Elaine. Yeah. Going to Big Bang. I'm Big, Big Bang. Band. Big Bang. Big Bang. That's another thing. <laughs> that's a whole other deal. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, Dustin Stinson. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring that up. Uh, 
Dustin Stinson. The best part of this episode is when Dusty says the homeless guy that died from rat poison was invaluable to the government. I think he thinks the meaning of the word is the opposite of its real meaning. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Yeah, invaluable, I guess, means you're the most valuable. Is that what he's saying? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I don't even know that I use that word, but but well, maybe I did. But I, yeah, I mean that the guy, the government did not care about that guy. Gave him rat poison, killed him, and then used his body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, so he was invaluable. Yeah. I mean, I, I I thought invaluable, but I guess invaluable well, could mean oh, just very the valuable. height of value. What would be? Uh, yeah, what's not valuable then? I guess you just have to say not worthless, valuable, worthless. worthless. Un- yeah. Oh, really? Disposable, unvaluable, unvaluable, expendable, invaluable. I, I I think means it's it's you cannot assign a value to it. Okay, it's priceless. Oh yeah. So the homeless guy was priceless. And I mean, let's I mean let's be honest though. For the work he did in the end, it really was priceless. it was priceless. Yeah. yeah. So good for that guy. And that's the they go, it's priceless. And I go, man. He goes, but I got it for free. <laughs> they say that. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, it's a human being. Yeah, they're like, yeah, what'd yeah. you pay this guy? It's not a price we it's could not, put on it. You couldn't. <laughs> couldn't even assign it a price. We killed him. Uh, Justin Coffee. Most of the time, I'm just listening to the podcast while driving. However, Basketball's expression when Nate says, "So the Nazis starting fighting started fighting Germany is priceless." I'll be watching the show a whole lot more in the future. Yeah, all right. it's funny. Yeah, we got what, confused. What it's all about? What it's all about? Invaluable of inestimable value. Priceless. In est- estimable. Mm-hmm. Inestimable. Yeah. Ugh. <clears throat> Uh, it's a lot. That seems, yeah, that that doesn't seem like a real word. It seems like a college person that goes, yeah. What's the definition of valuable? And they go, I don't know, but I'll throw in another crazy word. It's like don't put another in in front of a different word to define a word with an in in front of it. Yeah. Like, what's invaluable mean? Inestimable, yeah. inestimable. And that definition like, is incalculable. Uh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Nate, yeah. do you think that re- the way they break down the pronunciation, do you think does that help you? Inestimable. Sounds like uh Spanish. I don't know why the <laughs> E's are upside down. Yeah, I forget what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. why that's necessary. You don't even need that when you can just press play. I think it was inestimable. inestimable. Yeah. I've never even heard that word. Really? No. Hmm. Didn't go to college. We speak right to the <laughs> Talk right to the source. Yeah, we go. That ain't worth nothing, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we love our Helix sleep mattress, and we all just got a couple Helix sleep pillows. Uh, Brian, me, and Aaron received new pillows. Dusty got a bed. I did get a bed. I didn't. I wasn't aware this would, but it's great. The bed's great. And you weren't aware we were talking. Well, about yeah, that uh, I, I didn't know that I had was getting a bed and everybody else was getting pillows. But I'm very appreciative. I also got some pillows, um, and the pillows are amazing. The mm-hmm. bed's great. Yeah. Uh, I used to be a diehard uh, another kind of mattress company guy, but. The Helix is great. It's great. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. It's great. Take a sleep quiz. uh, Match with the Helix Dust Luxe mattress. That's what we have with medium support. Everyone that sleeps on it loves it. You take the Helix sleep quiz. Personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. 
American made. It's a good thing. That is good. And come with a 10 or 15 year warranty. And remember, you get to try it out for 100 nights risk free. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Uh, Helix is offering up to $200, $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Nate with Helix. Better sleep starts now. It's even amazing to unfold the mattress. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a little air-packed, tight little thing, yeah. and then you cut the paper off, and then it just blows up to a mattress. We I mean, talk it's about amazing. it every time. Mm-hmm. I used to, I mean, the amount of times I've moved mattresses from apartment to apartment it i've moved some embarrassing mattresses around like you have to move at night and drape a sheet over it kind of thing you know what fold I mean? it up yeah yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> you don't move the mattress till night yeah so no one sees yeah. yeah yeah and you get a friend that has you know is just as when you got that mattress you. did you do it at night too because you took one from the side of the road <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean well, yeah. you also had your money on your mattress so you got yeah. it at night mm-hmm. i mean yeah i mean it's a yeah i mean i had a mattress for years that my sister gave to me that her her husband had, had. i mean that mattress moved across states for i it blew off the back of a truck one time i got ran over by a car <laughs> and i slept on it for like eight years after that wow. <laughs> yeah i mean it was a beat up mattress yeah when I finally threw it away, I was able to fold it and throw it in a dumpster outside of my apartment complex. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. It was the bar's dumpster that I used to go to. And I just put it in there like 2 a.m. Bar's emptying out. Here I am throwing a mattress. You've had, so you've dealt with mattresses at night a lot more than most people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably yeah. so. Yeah. 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 People, when I go on the road, people always ask, is Dusty really like that or is that just a character? And I always say, I don't know. <laughs> I hope you say it's a character. But uh, <laughs> I say I have no idea. I think it's like I think it's the real deal. <laughs> I think we're keeping him toned back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we hold him back. It's a tip of the iceberg. Yeah, we're not even letting you see. No. Yeah. We don't think uh, people can handle it. Yeah, off air it's scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the whole I love that people are asking you that. Uh, oh, they yeah. ask all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole podcast crew loves their Viore. Mm. Dusty loves I do love Viore. Yeah. We all got a few new items for the cooler weather to add to our favorites. Viore is a new outlook on performance apparel. Perfect if you're sick and tired of traditional old workout gear. Uh, Viore can be worn for just about any activity like running, training, yoga, but also great for lounging or weekend errands. It's an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet, vioriclothing.com slash Nate. That's V-U-O-R-I clothing.com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. order over $75 and free returns. Go to vioriclothing.com slash Nate and discover the versatility of Viore Clothing. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I have any nice things is because of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Uh, our next partner has a product we have started using every day. We all started taking Athletic Greens because none of us eat very well. But we are looking for simple ways to try and be more healthy. And this is a great start to the morning. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. 
don't know why I looked at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> the taste is great and is easy to make and drink quickly. One scoop of powder with water, shake, and drink. The travel packs are great for when any of us are on the road. You can easily pour it into a bottle of water. <laughs> it's not commas in all these places. Contains less than oh, one. Be a comma no, I'm saying, bottle. I'm saying, I made it like a comma. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a comma okay. there. People okay. wrote it correctly. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. Supports better sleep quality and recovery and also mental clarity and alertness. It is cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself and it costs less than $3 a day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and help your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially in the flu and cold season. It is just one scoop in a cup of water or a bottle every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Nate to take ownership over your health and pick up ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. <clears throat> Feels good to do. There it is. I'm gonna do. I love doing that. This is my. Uh, I get one bottle of real Fiji water, and then I'll never have Fiji water in this bottle ever again. <laughs> oh wow! All right, that's so, the real stuff. This is though. the real stuff. I bring it out for nice occasions. Mark <laughs> gets a hold of it, and it becomes garden hose water. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. This week uh, we we're talking about Texas. Texas, state so, of Texas. I'm guys, going there. I'll be there this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I thought that's why he chose it. I'll be in uh Midland, El Paso, Lubbock, and Amarillo. Oh. In the uh, western part of Texas, it looks like. I yeah. looked up uh oh, sorry, go ahead. It's next to Odessa, which is from uh their Friday Night Lights. Oh yeah, I don't even know that. But it's I never watched Friday Night Lights. Really? Yeah. You know what's funny? It's Ted Alexandro. Comedian, very funny comedian. Yeah. Texted me uh, once and he goes, Have you watched Friday Night Lights? And I go, No. And he goes, I think you really would like it. And this was like, <laughs> and I was like, Okay. And then I still never watched it. The movie or the show? Which one was he talking I, about? I thought he was talking about the show. The movie was great. I never watched the show. Yeah. 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 The movie is based on a true story. Yeah. And it takes place in Odessa, Texas. Yes. The television show is in a fictional town of Dillon, Texas. Yeah. Um, and it's loosely based on the book and the movie. Yeah. yeah. You okay. like both of them, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'll be, I was thinking uh, No Country for Old Men. I was about to say, you're going to where some of the coolest movies are. No Country for Old Men, Hell, and, Hell or High Water, which I loved, um, Sicario. Oh, yeah. All those I've movies happen around the border, El Paso, yeah, uh, Midland, things like that. Uh, those last two were done by the same guy, uh, the guy who does Yellowstone. I'm going uh, to blank on his name, but he's killing it right now. Yeah, Taylor Sheridan, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, you're going to the cool places. The The record for largest high school football attendance, as we're talking about Odessa, was uh, over 50,000 mm. for a high school football game. State championship game, I'm guessing? Or I think so, a- at Cowboy Stadium. I sent you a link to that. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had a few that have been right around there, but... Uh, I think the now they do it, you know, at Cowboy Stadium, and yeah. they can really 
packing in. There's, I mean. Oh, my goodness. 54,000 people. Wow. 2013. Wow. Is that a lot or not a lot? I don't know. It's a I never, pretty good amount. People always go, it's what's an the population? Amount. And I go, I don't know. What is this that you're even? This is high school football attendance. Oh, oh. I thought you were talking about the the population of the town. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. For a game. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are y'all blown away by a town of fifty four thousand yeah. people? You go, wow. Can you imagine living in the city like that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a ton. Yeah. yeah. For high yes. school football. I mean, this is Vandy yeah. doesn't have so no, no, it doesn't even hold that many. Yeah, <laughs> even if Vandy wanted to sell it out, they couldn't. Yeah. couldn't beat it. Um, so Texas is the second largest state in the country in size and population. Alaska one, Alaska for size. Oh, population California. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah Alaska's like way bigger than way it. Bigger. Like you, I think. I think it's like three times the size of Texas. Three we, times? I think wow. so. We talked about it in the Alaska episode. It's crazy. It's like takes up like a third of the country almost. Yeah. Yeah. But it's everything's crazy. bigger in Texas. Yep. What is that all about? Uh, Don't mess with it. Just because everything's the, yeah, I imagine the trucks are big. Women. You know that slogan, <laughs> don't mess with Texas. Uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The don't mess with Texas, that's, I thought that had been around forever. That's a fairly new slogan. It was a litter campaign and really kind of took off in the 90s. Oh, they kind of spin it the other way. Like, it was like, don't mess with Texas, like, don't litter. Yeah. And it, but the st- statement would be like, if someone said, don't mess with Texas, like, if someone said, don't litter, you'd be like, don't mess with Texas. Don't tell us what to do. That's what I take it as. Oh, yeah. Like, don't, you don't want to. I think that's kind of what it's become. Yeah. But to start off as an anti-litter campaign. Mm, really got rid of that quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moved on. Yeah. Uh, so I looked up the largest cities in the United States. Five of the 13 largest cities in the United States are in Texas. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. Houston is like third, fourth largest in the country. Fourth. Right? Yeah. The one that always surprised me is San Antonio. Because I base city size off of sports teams. Right. <laughs> That's right. how I think they're big. It's like the seventh largest city in the U.S. And uh, I had no idea. Wow. Never gets talked about. No. Slides under the radar. Well, they're in, they're, uh, a, they're in a, a, they're a small fish in a big pond. Oh, yeah. And so they, they would need to go, you move, you move them to any other state. I mean, they're just. Yeah, just move them over to Mississippi. Yeah. Moving to Mississippi, I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you're New York. You're yeah. Right. But they're still bigger than Dallas, and you hear oh. all about Dallas. San Antonio's bigger than Dallas? Yeah. Uh, I don't believe you. But Dallas-Fort Worth together is probably bigger yeah. than San Antonio, right? I, th- I th- Yeah. So they kind of split their city up. Yeah, the DFW uh, metro population is 7.5 million people. Yeah, that'd probably be number two. In the, it would be second if you counted them combined. Yeah, San Antonio's metro is two point six million. So we're not even. I mean, not it's even, not even ballpark. Dude. What is just straight up Dallas though? I don't know. We'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. that's what you gotta look up. You're cheating. You yeah, can't another Worth. city. Well, Fort Worth is like what? Yeah, that is because it's one point three million in wow. the actual city, and then wow, San Antonio one point four million in the actual city. You were right, Brian. 
You did your I mean, research. But sometimes oh, it's like, what are My they goodness. what are they all counting there? It's like I was talking to somebody about that. Like Columbus, Ohio is one of the like, I don't know, maybe fifth largest. I mean, or something. It's gotten way it's up there. It's huge, yeah. But it's like, you know, somebody was saying that St. Louis would be bigger, but St. Louis only counts the metro area, whereas Columbus would count all of the uh, suburban areas around it. Well, um, I mean, Nashville is bigger than Memphis, but Memphis only counts city limits, and Nashville counts the whole county of Davidson County. Yeah, but for for the metro area, like you and I talked about, you said Murfreesboro was going to be bigger than Memphis, mm-hmm. and um, based on nothing, just gut feeling. Yeah, you were wrong, but uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe someday it would be. But when you talk about the Nashville metro area, they count Murfreesboro, they count every <laughs> county, they count Franklin, Brentwood. So that Dallas Fort Worth seven and a half million that's that's more than just those two cities that's right. the whole that's area around it around. yeah mm. but that means there's probably more people that live up there than right around it it's the yeah. second busiest airport in the country next to Atlanta but you're right if San Antonio were in Mississippi it would be a huge deal oh yeah there'd be an NCIS San Antonio oh yeah they're bigger yeah. than us mm-hmm. where are we a million yeah we're, we're not even spitting distance of these we're cities. 21st I think yeah, in size, talking about Nashville. Weak. The Astrodome in Houston was the first dome stadium in the U.S. Oh, I remember it was a big deal back in my day. Yeah, when yeah I remember talking about the Astrodome, like in a, in a time where it was like it, it did. I didn't know it was the only one, but it would be like people would be like, "Yeah, the Astrodome. It's a dome." Yeah, you know. I mean, I mean like we would talk about it. Like they yeah. called What's it the, in it. They go Astro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they called it the eighth wonder of the world because it was. Is that where the term astroturf comes from? Yep. Oh, really? Yep. It was because they played on artificial turf, so they called it AstroTurf. So this was yeah. the first ever fake grass? Yep. Whoa. At least in the United States. Okay. Well, wow. I think we probably did it first. What yeah. other country would have done it before? I don't this? know. I just, the way it, according to this, <laughs> it was the first dome stadium <laughs> in the country. Makes me think maybe somewhere, there was somewhere else. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you call everything AstroTurf. Mm-hmm. I don't well, feel like it's much now. What do you call it now? Just artificial artificial turf. turf. I don't think so. Long. I think I call it astro turf. turf. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's so commonplace now, though. Yeah. You think like sports broadcasters and stuff call it still call it astro turf? Uh, no. I mean, I think you know they try to talk better. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, now yeah. they say synthetic. Yeah. Now there's like synthetic grass. Like now it's like trying to sound like it's this special thing. Yeah. Just so they can lie to you and make you spend money on it. Yeah. You go, so it's AstroTurf? They go, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like all the, I mean, not all, but most, I feel like most of the stadiums are AstroTurf now. Professional. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or some type of synthetic kind of thing where it's like a hybrid. GMO. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you'll see them, there'll be a tackle and you'll just see like, Dirt fly up for just a second. Not, oh yeah, or dust or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Would you? What if you? So you play a sport and uh, they use some turf that's got. You're like, I don't trust what's in this. Well, I mean, I guess Ask I would still. Trade. Yeah, I'd still have to do it. I guess. Would oh, you have to play infield? Well, maybe. Yeah. Would you go? I would like to be infield on dirt on. Yeah, I mean, oh, for the, baseball. Depending on yeah. what's going on with it. Yeah, I mean, or how much they're paying me. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. Weigh the risk. And then, because I like the idea of a ball right on the fringe of. Outfield and dirt, and you just you, got, you won't run into you the won't outfield. Go and have to get it. 
Yeah, don't die for it. Yeah. No die. I don't think you're even going to go get it. Yeah. You're like, I tried. And then the announcer's out to go, well, everybody I think knows Dusty Slay has a <laughs> doesn't really trust the turf. They'll be like, I don't know why they keep playing him in that yeah. position. <laughs> Let him be the catcher. Yeah. Or it's all dirt. Now, if you were an outfielder on grass, you'd play with no shoes because you like to yeah. do some ground. Yeah. You could be like the Kyrie Irving, like that he can't travel <laughs> to games, but you do it because it's like, well, you know, Dusty's out this week because uh, <laughs> they just got some new turf over at the uh, Toronto Blue Jays Stadium. And uh, so big missing hole <laughs> at old shortstop. That's the thickest part of the dirt in the infield, so he has to play that position. Uh I like first that. Base. I like that kind of controversy. Yeah. First base would be a good one. First base would be a good one. I always felt like first base. I mean, I guess catcher too. It's like one of the hardest because people are just throwing at you all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like you're not really getting thrown to all the time at third. But you don't got to run that. Yeah, but third you get some rockets. There's yeah. the hot corner. That's what they call it. Oh, you yeah. just get rocked over at third oh, base. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to throw it the farthest. That's true. You got to have a real gun for that. And then first, first you got to be able to like do the splits. Yeah. And just kind of stand there. And you're right in front of the opposing team's dugout, which I think oh, never gets yeah. talked about, but it's pretty nerve-wracking. Probably yeah. a lot of trash talk. I used there. to get uh, – people say some mean stuff to me back What was some stuff they would say about you? Yeah. Just, oh, would they? Oh, this is, it was ruthless back in the day, man. You East, played third base? Oh, yeah. East Montgomery baseball. You're standing in front of the opposing team's dugout. We'd be yelling stuff at each other. It was fun. They would make oink sounds? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. You were at third base? Played third base, pitched. Oh, I was thinking about first base. Yeah. It's, Third base well, first feels base like too, a, I guess, depending yeah. on if you're home or away. Third base used to feel like a big guy position, though. You'd be a big guy to like Terry Pendleton used to be the uh, oh, yeah. Atlanta Braves third base. He's kind of there a bigger guy. Third, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. Bob Horner before him. Were you a big guy and high, like you were just like a not that player. big? I was getting there. I was on my way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like you you would go. He's gonna yeah. one day. Like if there had been one more year of high school baseball, you'd went to first. Our coach is one of the bases. <laughs> Be a third base coach. Yeah. You just, just slightly removed from the. Yeah. You could do the wave around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just get hit by the ball. I thought. Comes your way. You're like, he ain't moving. Third base coach would be the best. Yeah. Wave them every time. If they get out, go, hey, I thought you'd be faster. You think catching, would you go up or would you stay down? Wait, what do you mean? Like, you know, you got to. They gotta, they gotta hop up on their legs. Yeah. Oh, I'll just stay down on you the ground. You just stay. I'll just sit down Indian style yeah. on the ground. And yeah. Catch it. Like, uh, my mistake is that a footstep behind uh, the catcher there? <laughs> I did catch a little bit. I got bad knees though, man. It is tough. Yeah, I was a tough catcher. to squat down like that. You had the knee savers in behind the knees. No, we didn't have that stuff back then. Are like, you serious? What you got? <laughs> I don't know. We don't we don't have money like you did. I we never heard to, of like, a knee saver. Yeah, I had uh, used whatever equipment. <laughs> Nothing was ever uh, Harper's Harper's catching now, which it makes me very excited in softball. I would, you know, but I mean, when I caught this is nine, I mean eighty nine, yeah. dude. Like when there's no that wasn't invented. You're using a regular glove. You're, the yeah, <laughs> you were. You, I mean, you you had the stuff. You had a helmet, and you had this stuff, but, I mean, you had nothing that was, like, protected. No frills. Yeah, Yeah. The frills was the – you get to wear the uniform. I mean, I loved putting on the catcher's uniform. It was so fun. Yeah, it's like you're going to battle. Yeah. It does feel like It was, like, great. Uh, But when I – and then when I went to 13-year-old league, 
is the last year I played. And but then the catch equipment was too big for me. Like it would droop, and that's when I stopped because it was like, well, I'm gonna get, I'm not even protected. <laughs> it was too small or too big. Too big. So it wouldn't protect. I would feel like it would be like I don't know. I never wore. Well, the it would be gear. very loopy, and I remember the front would come way down. Oh, okay. and like it was like because it would like I couldn't get the straps. Just your enough. sternum's just exposed yeah. Oh, right yeah. there. Yeah, I remember they'd tell you to go catch. Like, well, just go catch and don't have the equipment on. Like while the catcher is getting in, you're like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, you're going, I want the equipment. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, Harper does it now. It's fun. She plays. Uh, She's a good catcher. Slow pitch softball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Fast, fast pitch. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selling insult. <laughs> I'm just impressed. Her I age. mean, they're not throwing yeah. super fast, Brian, but they're still. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Like some girls throw there. it. Really? I mean, there's yeah. there's always a couple because she's she's ten, so it's like girls. Some girls are little, maybe a little bit older, and then yeah. they. I mean, they start. Some of them start humming it, but they. She does it. She loves it. That's great. Yeah. The, she's got a game ball. That's what the game ball is. All right. Mm-hmm. The uh, the King Ranch in Texas is the largest ranch in the United States. It's bigger than the state of Rhode Island. Oh, so it's one Rhode Island. That's well, it's more than one. Uh, <laughs> it's bigger, so it's one hundred twenty five thousand acres. Wow. So who who who's the who owns the King's Ranch? I try to figure that out. It started off as Mister King, okay, back in the day, but I'm not quite sure now. They Mainly cattle there. They did produce a triple crown winning racehorse, though. Uh, wow. Well, that's good. That's impressive. Yeah. And now it's a national historic landmark. Oh, uh, okay. <clears throat> so it might not even be privately owned anymore. There you go. They got it. Yeah. The government took it, of course. What's the... Uh, <laughs> Always eight, do. <laughs> 825,000 acres. 25,000 acres. Is that what you just said? I thought so. <laughs> you said 120. Did you say 100? Uh, if I did, I meant to say eight hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I thought you said one hundred twenty-five, but it... either way, it's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> either way, pretty big. One time we went on pretty big uh, difference, though. So. It is a big difference, quite a big difference. Yeah. But I don't, I don't. One time the Bates family went on vacation to uh, Alabama, and right. we asked, uh, we My stopped memory? at the gas station and asked uh, where Randy Owens' house was from. From the group Alabama. Oh yeah, you went to Fort Fort Payne. Yeah, Fort Payne, and we drove by his house. That was our vacation, <laughs> driving by Randy wow, Owens' yeah. house, and you can't see it, <laughs> but they said he had sixteen hundred acres, and we thought that. I mean, we still do. That was just that's a yeah unbelievable that someone would own that much land. Yeah. Well, let me ask though you your vacation was to go to Fort Payne, and you didn't know where the house was at until you it got It wasn't there. just that, but we oh, okay. took a road trip, family vacation to that Alabama. That was a day on that. That was one, of the, okay. that was yeah. one of the stops. Okay. Yeah. And we stopped at the gas station and asked where Randy Owens' house yeah. was. Yeah. Go to Fort I Payne, mean, we'll I ask around. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I still remember. They said he owned 1,600 acres. Wow. Like, wow. That is crazy. There it is. There's the land. It's got a pool. Looks nice. Yeah, I couldn't see Tennis it from court. the road. Yeah. It's just a gate. Oh, he's already. Yeah, it's right there. He's, y'all didn't see it. He yeah. took a picture in front of the gate. <laughs> Did y'all take a picture? Probably. Yeah. I just remember there's a lot of trees and a lot of land. 
I mean, was Randy Owen even like, what are you doing, dude? Like, I've got a real core memory yeah. there, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Picture of the security going, get out of here, guys. <laughs> well, I was younger. It was my sister, who's five years older than I am. She was the one really into Alabama at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Were they like a teen heartthrob band at one point? Like young? No, nah, but they were in country music. My mom okay. didn't like them because these young boys were stealing all the awards from the Oak Ridge boys. Oh, oh yeah. really? Yeah. She didn't like these young guys. Alabama. Alabama's young guns coming yeah, in. Yeah. They were really trying to make them like the Beatles, they said at one point. That's why they, because it was just the three of them were the cousins. And then they kept putting the drummer in the pictures on all the, because they wanted them to be like the Beatles. Like they that, have that a group of the four. blonde guy there is not really part of the original group. Well, this is if I were to remove one of these from the band, I'd definitely pick that guy. Yeah, right. yeah. And the rest are all cousins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which one just died? Uh, I think the guy oh. on the left, the far left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. Bam. We went to that. Yeah, the Hank Williams Senior. Uh, his museum. He did. Uh, it was. It was crazy. He was. He died. Uh, he was twenty nine. Yeah. Like so, and we were saying like when you see video of him, you're like he's probably 25 and he looks like he's 40. Yeah, Hank Williams died at 29. Yeah, I actually thought he was younger than that, but yeah, yeah, I knew he was very young. Yeah, I mean that guy was, I mean so so young and just just was like he went hard. Uh, yeah, they said he had a lot of back problems and that he always had, he had pain. So he yeah, went, they were saying he had the thing that Abraham Lincoln had. Okay, uh, whatever. Some uh, I just yeah. heard someone say right. that Julian said he goes, "Oh, that's what Abraham Lincoln." Some being tall, like if you're oh. tall, you have okay. So Abraham Lincoln had other health problems too. But what was it? He got shot in the head. Oh yeah, <laughs> COVID. That'll do it. <laughs> so and Hank, there, Hank Williams was tall. Uh, I th- I don't I don't know I don't know but yeah. there's some I bet he was at that, least six foot that Lincoln had that's called whatever you so know average it's whatever they're born it's well, they're like they're born with average. it and it's I think it's uh and Lincoln had it maybe it's the Williams you know yeah maybe it's that Williams syndrome uh huh yeah I don't know that's cool yeah maybe it was named after him. uh uh yeah no because Lincoln had it. I figured they would have done him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'd uh, probably lead with him. Well, uh, Buddy Holly. Marfin. Marfin yeah. syndrome? Yeah. Oh, Liam Nelson, the comedian Liam Nelson, who's seven foot tall, has Marf- Marfin syndrome. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you said Liam. Neeson. Liam Nelson, Neeson. the comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. Liam yeah. Neeson. Yeah, very close, though. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Holly from Lubbock, Texas, was 22 when he died. Mm. Mm. How did he die? Plane crash. Oh, yeah. Waylon Jennings was supposed to be on that plane. Really? Did he know something? I don't know. They said something. I guess they needed somebody to get off or something like that. I had too many people. He got off. That's crazy. That's got to be crazy. Yeah, apparently Waylon Jennings made a joke as he was getting off, like, I hope your plane goes down. (laughs) Yeah. And then it did. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. That's got to yeah, – but I would right. imagine even if you say that you're – there has to be a point you're like, yeah, dude, I don't – I mean, you got to – Yeah, I was just making a joke. Bad, yeah. But it's – I didn't do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You do go, I didn't. No, y'all don't think yeah, I did yeah. it, right? <laughs> yeah. And they go, I don't know. It's kind of tough, man. Uh, Nobody that does it makes yeah. that joke, right. you know? Unless you're a smart thing to really do. Really a forward thinker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, plane crashes, 
they've gotten a lot better. Because, <laughs> I mean, think about, they went down, uh, Patsy Klein. The great Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner, Roberto Clemente. A lot of people back in the mm, 60s died Jim in plane Croce. crashes. Jim Croce, yeah. yeah. Uh, John Denver. Yeah. yeah. Golly, that's a lot. I just said His was a, Yeah, he died in a plane crash, right? But he was self-piloting, right? Yeah, well, yeah. still plane. Yeah, but I mean... I'm just saying. I think a lot of those were private planes that were not like they not like I think Leonard Skinner's plane. They were like, oh, they said they were going to fix it. Yeah, after this trip, right? It had some problems. It had problems. Yeah, and it's crazy to think that they were that then they were just like, ah, eh, we'll be all right. Yeah, you just figure it out. That's what I always think when I'm on a plane and they come over the overhead and they go, oh, we got some repairs we got to do. I'm always like, just let's just go, man. <laughs> but then I'm also like, nah, I don't want to go down. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so inconvenienced by it that I'm just like, let's just go. Well, it's the it's the idea that uh, you're like the planes back then, like just the careless. They're like, yeah, it almost could show you how safe planes are now is that even back then they were flying and you're like, they probably weren't fixed and ready and yeah. whatever. And, you know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's annoying when they, they come over the overhead and tell you that there's going to be a delay because they're fixing something. But also, it's like, yeah, it's nice that you're not running the plane with the check engine light on. Yeah. 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 So there are three power grids in the United States. One east of the Rockies, <laughs> one west of the Rockies, and then Texas has its own. Wow. Wow. So a couple of years ago, there was a big, bad snowstorm, ice storm, and most of Texas got knocked out for a few days so their power grid's not great well no, well then they use these wind turbines and they froze right or something i yeah. think there was something yeah. to that yeah so yeah people it almost got real bad yeah mm -hmm. so uh in midland texas where you're going yeah they found the remains of the oldest uh known human in North America. They call it the Midland Man. Anywhere from 9,000 to 11,000 years old. Turns out it was a woman, but they still call it the Midland Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was found in the 50s, but um, there's a there's a monument there that still... Uh, you Google Midland Man, you just see a bunch, <laughs> just a bunch of mugshots. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is not what you're talking People about. People coming to Nate's show this weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's uh, just like that's passport photos. Uh, <laughs> maybe Midland Man Monument or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but anyway, uh, yeah, they think it's like the. Well, that's still not it. But anyway, <laughs> it's there, and they think it's the original. I mean, obviously, there's probably older. I think maybe they, even since then they found older, but at the time they were like, "This is the oldest known." How did they know how old she was? They cut a leg open, count the rings. Yep. <laughs> carbon dating. Yeah. Yeah, did some carbon dating. Mm. What is that? There it well, is. Well, it's uh, pretty flawed. Right there. This uh, one? Yes. Historic plaque? Yes. It was a plaque, yeah. Right? Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. How old is he? It was, oh, 9,095. Found BC. in 1953 on the ranch near here by pipeline welder Keith Glasscock. Fossilized skull, rib, and hand bones have been exposed by weather conditions. Tests indicated these were bones of a woman who lived as long as 9,900 B.C. Hmm. So, tests. Oh, BC. Yes, yeah, so they don't go into a lot of detail about what those tests are. But. Yeah. Indicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah indicated. we figure, uh, 
we ran a couple of tests on them, and we figure at least 9,000 BC on these things. I mean. Well, they think it, it was found next to bones of extinct species of horses, camels, mammoths. Yeah. So they can use context clues. Yeah. Must have been around the same time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you don't run into a lot of camels these days. <laughs> that's for sure. Over here. Yeah. They're all at the here, zoo. Yeah. They've all been caught. Yeah. <laughs> also in Midland, the childhood home of the bushes. Oh. You can go tour it. Um, really? Is it a big home? Um, I don't think it's too big, but it's the only home in the world where two presidents lived, uh, two governors, a first lady, ambassador, and a CIA director. Yeah. Two. Uh, yeah. They're... Uh, did they? I thought they. Did they come from money or like they? I think they did come from money. Yeah, yeah they're like an like oil did. family. I think. Yeah, I think so. But a relatively modest home, it looks like, unless it goes super deep and it's like, like yeah, a bit of a compound. But from the outside, it looks like pretty modest home. Where's that at? Midland. Oh, you gotta mm. go by there when you're there. Yeah, Midland's the one where it's like the old. They said it was. Uh, I don't know. I might have talked before, but like. When uh like when oil is like striking there when it's good, like hotels are like five hundred dollars a night. Whoa! Like when I went there, well, I did a show at Building Ball there once, and uh, we uh, it was like a red roof inn, and I want to say it was three hundred dollars a night then. And they said they would go to McDonald's and just tell them, if you quit right now, come work at this old foot, I'll, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. And like, cause it's just, it's, they need, they need, they need people. to work right then. And then people yeah. go there and stay there to work. And so they know you're going to go and make a ton of money. So they charge $500 a night at Red Roof Inn. And so like, it would be, there's a lot of like, you're super rich to super poor. Cause then some of these guys would get a ton of money, but they don't know how to like spend it. And yeah. they would buy, you know, you just see them, they're poor. And the next thing you know, they have a helicopter and a Hummer. And then yeah. they're and they're living in some crazy house. And then they, it all goes away. And then they're back to... Right. Back to McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they're like, I had a good run. They had fun. Drove that Lamborghini for a while, man. <laughs> yeah. They had fun. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people are happy to have that fun. Like, yeah. they're almost like, if you told them, if it went away, they're like, yeah, I'm okay with it going away. Like, it was... Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. It was yeah. they like they like people like telling stories. Yeah. Yeah. And so you you don't get to tell stories if you uh you know, if you still have it. Right. If you make the money, put it in the bank, yeah. you spend it wisely. Boring. There's not a lot of story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Not a lot of stories. No You'd rather stories. have a Hummer for a month or a Honda Civic for twenty years. <laughs> right. It's like, give me the Hummer, dude. Right. Yeah. Let's ride it out. Yeah. Well, here's a fun oil story. So in Wichita Falls, Texas. Fun what story? Oil. Yeah, oil. I can't say it very well. OIL story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They uh, struck oil, and a lot of people became millionaires overnight. So all these oil companies were coming in. So this uh, – I think you're going to Wichita Falls, too. Yeah. Uh, this uh, – Not this time, but I am. Coming up. This promoter came in and said, uh, you guys need to build a skyscraper. Um and to, because you need offices now and all this stuff. So if you guys give us two hundred thousand dollars, we'll we'll build you a skyscraper here in town. So they got the money, gave this guy two hundred thousand dollars, and what they didn't notice is the scale. The blueprint he showed us was in showed him was in inches <laughs> and not uh, feet. Wow! So he tricked them into building the world's littlest skyscraper. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, wow. It's called wow. the World's Little Skyscraper. It's uh, 40 feet tall, <laughs> and it's uh, 11 feet by 19 feet. You really got to give it up to that guy, though. That's a good scheme. That's amazing. Yeah. They tried to track him down, but he's already gone. What what goes like on they, in there? Yeah, how did he fin- Did they use it? I mean, their building's still there. They spent through tornadoes, they said, and floods, and it still exists. It's in the middle of a thriving area, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. you can tell. Like, it's a legit building, though. It held up. Yeah, it's a legit building. Yeah. That's like a, you know, that could be an a, apartment. You know, like a, you know. You like one of those retro yeah. refitted apartments? Yeah, you got your, you know, bedroom on the top. Yep. I think they said 25% of it's just stairwell. <laughs> but <laughs> but everybody was so busy with the oil that no one paid attention to the construction. Yeah. And then they're like, wait a second. This isn't what we thought. But by then he was gone. I wonder, yeah, I guess did he do it on, I mean, I guess he did it on purpose. But what if he was like. He didn't, didn't mean to do it, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, you're like, dude, are we? You just already started, and you're like, I'll just. I guess he took the money before he built it. Yeah, but you know, people tried. Somebody tried to do that to my dad. They uh, brought some gravel, and they were they were like, we'll go, we'll build you a driveway here. We'll charge you so much for square foot. And he goes, okay, that sounds good. And they put it all down. And then when they were done, they they gave him this price, and the price was way higher. And they were like, yeah, it's uh, about cubic feet. And he said, well, you said square feet. <laughs> and they were like, oh, no, it's cubic feet. And then they were like, he, he, he the price they gave him was like hundreds versus the new price, which was thousands. And my dad was like, well, you're talking thousands. I'm talking hundreds. You can just take all this gravel up and just take it back with you. Is that what they did? And they uh, <laughs> apparently were running a scam, and my dad and and they got they I don't know if they got caught, but my dad was like, "Well, I'll just call the city and talk to them about it," and they just took off, and and so he got a free road. Oh wow! Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that's not how I thought that story was going to go. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't give the money away first. My dad would not let them have built a little tiny skyscraper. Yeah, you watch it. Yeah. But I I do think like when they're when the the town is I mean that old money is legit mm. and so like these these things they don't even care you know right and you're thinking like all right they're just sitting around somewhere going we about to get a si- they skyscraper they got a little coffee or they got something there oh, yeah David cool. Dave Elrod's gonna get reelected there Hello Apparel yeah it's a consignment store right next to it oh all right that's storage now. Going up to the fourth floor, get the rest of those bed frames. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an elevator? No, no, no. But there's a. It's a lot of stairs. You got a lot. You got a lot of room on those stairs. Yeah. It's like the big roads that Kramer made. Yeah, the wide wide lanes. Yeah, it is crazy. Twenty five percent of that is stairs. Yeah. That's not a. That's not a little amount, is yeah. it? Yeah. And how do you track a guy down like that in the twenty? I mean, you, you just can't. No, nah, nah. you're, you're gone. You're just gone. you're gone. You're gone. Yeah. I mean, they he would have to really leave though. You have to, but yeah, you're gone. You're gone. Too bad he doesn't get to see his work. You probably heard about it. <laughs> yeah, he never got you to know. really take it in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's bowl season. The uh, going on right now. The oldest bowl. This is the Rose Bowl? Probably yeah. knew that. Great yeah. day Second mm-hmm. oldest. Anyone want to guess? Um, Peach Bowl, based on Texas Cotton Bowl. That's a good guess. Sun Bowl. Sun Bowl mm. in El Paso. I'm going to El Paso. 
El Paso. I spent a month there one night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you been there? No, that's Kramer's. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, is that what he says? Yeah. El Paso? Yeah. Spent a month there one night. Uh, I've heard road comics do that joke a few times. Oh, yeah. Actually, in in, in a, a gig me and Aaron did in uh, Michigan, that casino, that that host, a radio DJ did a joke like that. Boatman? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> At that other one where the, where the guy the guy with the like a messed up arm and the guy had one eye. It was in the c- casino in Michigan. Way up, Sault Ste. Marie. Ah, uh, that that casino. No, the, did we I, talk about Boatman's intro? On this no, podcast? I don't think so. Do you want to talk about? Yeah, that? sure. It's one of the funniest things I've ever. It's one of my first times on the road with Dusty, and it's this local radio guy hosted the show, so he gets all of Dusty's credits. And your credits at the time were Jimmy well, Kimmel. You just done Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. TMZ. Yeah. And, and then, you were from Nashville. Yeah. And that's what you asked him to say. Yeah. So he comes up there and, and he goes. All right, you guys ready for your, the, the last comic? Anybody here watch TMZ? <laughs> and this, no. He goes, well, about Jimmy Kimmel Live? Jimmy Kimmel? Nobody? Nobody? What about that show Nashville, huh? Like a couple people? He goes, yeah. well, he wasn't on that. <laughs> He's from Nashville. So, Dusty Slay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, surprisingly, it was a good gig, yeah. but that guy was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. He's just setting you up for. Dusty yeah. Goes, All right, riding that energy on that intro. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. I mean, but this this other one was the Island Resort and Casino. I forget the part. It was Upper Peninsula, Michigan. Uh, it's the last one we did on that run. It's where we both bombed really bad. I mean, and there was people you could smoke in there. It was still daylight. There was skylights in oh, there. You yeah. could just. It was see on the, Mother's Day too. Yeah, it was on. Yeah, and they had people. You know, people, older people in wheelchairs in there smoking. <laughs> Big biker gang right up front. A lot of injuries to their bodies. Like yeah. one guy was missing an arm and and like a, a guy was missing an eye. And the leader kept yelling at us the whole time. And I was like, I was like, it's clear. I told him, I said, listen, it's clear. No one's going to make you be quiet. Yeah. But you're, you're ruining the show. I'm not going to tell you to be quiet, but if you did, that'd be okay. Yeah. And did he quiet down? Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> he did buy a shirt. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> But he was the yeah. only one because the rest of the people did not enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah. And no one was going to do anything to that guy. Yeah. They were terrified of him. I wasn't terrified, but I didn't want to fight him. Yeah. I grew up with around guys like that. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. You have to, like, how old was he? Uh, it's tough to say. Probably 50s. 40s and 50s. He could have yeah, been, so. been 30. It was a free for all yeah. in that show. I don't think there was a single employee of the casino in the room with us. Huge room, but off to the side of the casino. So they go, hey, it's Mother's Day. Everybody's there for the Mother's Day buffet. So like, yeah. you're going to pop over and see this show. It was just chaos in there. I bombed so bad. I saw the video of that yeah. that particular set. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And it's quiet, but you can hear Dusty laughing in the back the whole yeah. time about how bad I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing funnier than to me than my friends bombing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a lot of that. It, it is Yeah, so that's fun. always fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Mother's Day buffet. That's like where you're like, why are we doing a show? They just need something. I know. Yeah. They have to offer something. And it's like, I'll just give, they give you whatever. And they had this beautiful, like, theater room that people performed in. But I was not at that level. Mm. I was doing the side room where you could, where you could smoke in. Yeah. I've done, uh, I think I did that somewhere. 
I mean, I did it at like a lot of the Connecticut casinos coming up. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, where you're just, you would go, and I remember going to one, and I mean, it's just, it's very sporadic. It looks like people are just, there's six people in there, and they're, and everybody's at a different, their own table. Oh, yeah. And it's just, and you got to go up. I did one just north of Texas in Oklahoma. I stayed in Texas. That's how close it was. My hotel was in Texas, and I drove over to do uh, Kiowa, Oklahoma. A lot of Native American people in there and in the show watching. And they had the, you know, just no laughs. I mean, (laughs) barely laughs the whole time. And afterwards, these very, you know, mean, stern-looking guys come up and they go, hey, great show, man. We really loved it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you did not laugh one time. Yeah. I was afraid of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, thanks for coming out here. Yeah. It feels good to laugh like that. Haven't cut loose like that in a few years. Is this so the place? I really appreciate it. This is the same casino we were at, but this is not where we were at. Yeah, Harris, yeah. Michigan, and I don't remember yeah, it looking like that. This place looks very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were nowhere near this. <laughs> they yeah. wouldn't let us near this. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Sage Run Golf Course. That golf course looks awesome. Yeah. Six Flags started in Texas because there were six flags that flown over Texas. Uh, at one time, Texas was its own country, its own nation. Oh, wow. It was under well, Mexico. How did they lose that? Well, they agreed to come over to the United States. But they were with Mexico, and then they fought Mexico for independence. That's when the Alamo happened yeah. and all that. And so for, for about 10 years, Texas was its own country, which sounds crazy, but it's bigger than Yeah, when a was lot the Alamo? Like 1830s. Yeah, I you love would, that. That you, sounds awesome. Yeah, you would, uh, you would think they would have just stayed their own. I mean, they're all – I feel like that's the, kind of their thing is like, the Lone Star it's State. The, yeah, it's like the and the threat of like, we can do our own thing. Yeah, I don't know why they decided to join the United States, but then soon after they did it, the Civil War broke out, so then they joined the Confederate States. Mm-hmm. So that's one of their six flags that's flown over them. But um, but yeah, they were their own country there. From And Sam Houston, where the city of Houston is named after, was their president, one of them. Mm. Mm. And also former governor of Tennessee. Oh, he was? Wow. Yeah. Yep. I wonder why they wouldn't call any. Did we call anything Houston for him? I went to uh, Macon when I was in Macon, Georgia, or this weekend. So they said Nathan Macon. Uh, all the Macons and a lot of the Macons in the country are named after him. Uh, so if you go to a Macon town in the U.S., where's a Macon County, Tennessee? Yeah, there's a, a Houston County, Tennessee. There's a lot of it's Macon. Hmm. But Nathan, I like to think Nathan that, Macon. That's yeah. That's a- I like to think that he just walked around and talked to everybody into doing it. He's like. <laughs> Why do you call it Macon? And they're like, oh, it's a good idea. You know, it's like, is this, do other people do that? He goes, nobody's doing it. He goes, where would I, how am I getting to these other places <laughs> and telling them to do it? And now there's a bunch of Macons. Yeah. There he was. Yep. Nathaniel Macon. Nathaniel Golly, Macon. Dude. Good looking dude. 25 in that picture. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> like Might have been. Photo. Amarillo is the helium capital of the world. We yeah. talked about helium. What, is that? what does that mean? 90% of the world's recoverable helium supply comes from Amarillo. Mm. Why? Because that's where it's at. Because they, they have, have helium it. fields. Helium fields? Mm-hmm. They grow There's it? A lot of floating stuff out there. I guess. Yeah. Like high pitched. Is it just like stuff out there? a bunch of those like <laughs> uh, 
those wobbly (laughs) inflatable dudes just in that in fields just like going back and forth and no gravity out here yeah helium plant there you go i thought you were joking about global helium production was centered near amarillo with the production of almost all the world supply for over a decade prior to world war ii wow i don't joke about my helium all right i'm sorry so I guess that started 1868. And on the 100-year anniversary of the helium being discovered, they did a planted a time capsule. So in 1968, they put this time capsule in helium. And they put in a, a passbook. I don't know quite that, what that is, but I think it's just a book that tells you where to find the account for a, a $10 bill that they put in a bank account. So it's supposed to be open in 1,000 years, in the year 2968. And in that, based on 4% interest, that $10 is going to be worth – a quadrillion dollars when they open it. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Well, by then, what will a quadrillion really be worth? I mean, honestly. What does that always mean when they're like, with with interest? Like when you put in money and they're like, well, over time, your interest alone, your bit, like, it'll be worth more or something. Well, like... Like, how's that going to be worth a quadrillion dollars? Maybe it's compound interest, which means it would just build on itself. Yeah, but like that's where I don't like. And so if there's a ten dollar bill in a bank account, mm-hmm. so that means who's putting more money into that? Money? I think the bank, the bank. uses your yeah. money. When you put money oh. in the bank, the bank is using the money to invest in stuff. Yeah, and, and they make money, and so yeah. you generate interest from. Yeah, that. okay. It's a pretty small amount. It's like one percent. I think is really good. So it interest. it just naturally they give you like so if one percent is that even a penny on the ten dollars or one oh, percent of ten dollars is, uh, yeah, it's more than a penny. And you get that every day. Cents. Yeah, you get it every day. No, this is a year. Oh, it's like your annual yield is one percent. Oh, yeah. uh, so oh, in one year you get a penny. Ten cents. If, if you have one dollar. Yeah. If there. you have one. Oh, you get ten cents with ten dollars. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so then, the, so the bank, and then so you could go. 1%. If you put ten dollars in. And then you go close the in a year, you would get back ten dollars and ten cents. You would have ten dollars and ten cents. And they like okay, if it was one percent interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in this case, it was, and that the banks can't go out of business. Well, it's insured. I think it's all insured. Yeah, but that could go all awry. Remember FDIC. Remember, it's a wonderful life. That's what happened. Uh, Oh, Oh, in a wonderful life. Yeah, there was a run on the banks. What's that? That's what they called it—a run on the ba- on the right, banks. right, right. It's so a wonderful life. Take everyone's money out of their accounts in the whole town. Yeah, yeah, scary. And that, uh, yeah, because if everybody took their money out of the bank, we'd be in big trouble. Yes. Yeah, because a lot of yeah. the money is just like a a promise, right? Like there, there is in, in a lot of ways, there's not really the amount of money that exists. So if we all tried to take it at one time, there wouldn't be enough. Yeah, yeah, they don't have that amount in cash at the bank. Yeah, so if everybody went to withdraw, it'd be a real big problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, something to think about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the mattress looks better. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The yeah. banks is only as good as the trust. Yeah, bank of well, trust. Bank of yeah. trust. Well, that's in the name. Yeah, so. look at that. Well, it would be like you could. Uh, yeah, I don't think I ever understood how they made like because they always say that compound interest. But then you're like, if it's worth a quadrillion dollars, well, who's going to pay that? Like, if it's in that bank, yeah, so they're like, be in trouble. That yeah, that bank's going to pay it. Like, you know, it's like you just gotta. It's like yeah, it'll be worth that, but good luck getting. <laughs> good luck cashing that out. Yeah, a bank's going to be like, 
just because some bozo <laughs> put this in 900 years ago. A thousand years. A thousand years ago. Like, you think I'm going to give you a quadrillion dollars? Yeah. And it's going to be like Kramer and the bank going like, they didn't say uh, <laughs> hey, or, hey or hello. Hello. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's like there's a point where you go, you got to really trust that that's going to stay in there and that these people are going to give it. Yeah. In this case, I don't think anyone really believes that's going to happen. Uh, it's more just a fun fact. But to your point, yeah, anybody who invests their money over a period of time, you got to hope that the bank doesn't close. And you got to get it out before the bank closes and everybody else wants to get their money out. I feel like you always got to be on the watch. Yeah, yeah. But where would yeah, you, you put your money if you don't watch. like if you don't believe in banks like Dusty? Well, know, people, a lot of people know, put it. A lot of people put it in metal, uh, like precious metals, yeah, like gold, gold and silver. silver. Yeah, yeah. Or assets, Bitcoin. Yeah, Stuff yeah. But like, bitcoins. I just found my uh, when I was born, people in my family. I got two U.S. savings bonds for like fifty bucks, mm-hmm. and they just matured to the. They're worth a hundred bucks each now. All right, well, yeah, they Congrats, doubled in value. Man. Took yeah. thirty years, but they. Uh, they doubled. Yeah, but like the Bitcoin, like the FTX and all that stuff is like that. That's just right gone. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, where do you put your money? But silver and gold, you just go buy silver and gold. Yeah, yeah you just buy and that, like literally, you just have gold in your house. You can do it that way, where you actually physically have it. Yeah, that or, way, if like the the money went away, like if somehow the U.S. dollar went out of circulation, you would yeah. still have something of value, something tangible. Yeah. yeah. I learned in history class, FDR, after the Depression, they, the New Deal, it was all these new policies and programs. And one of them was insuring- This was brand new at the time. Insuring the banks. Yeah. For, for me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is in real goes, time. I read this in this the was, newspaper. This current events <laughs> yeah. class. Yeah. My current events <laughs> class. Things are going to happen in the future. He uh, insured all the banks. FDIC, which you'll see- I hear on yeah. radio, member FDS, yeah. Federal Department of Insurance and Commerce, I think, and up to $100,000. So your money was insured up to 100000 which back then would pretty much all you're ever going to need. Mm-hmm. And I think banks still do that. I mean, I think they've probably raised the rate. You better hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, you know, yeah, it seems it is crazy. That's the thing. You got like, to have a lot of trust in a lot yeah. of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this on the maybe on a previous the TV episode from two years ago. But there's a town in Texas that agreed to change its name to Dish, so they got free basic TV and DVRs for ten years from Dish Network. Oh wow! Who agrees wow. to that? Well, two hundred people live there, so oh, they probably just all agreed to. Yeah, it. they were like, "Listen, you guys want free TV? Yeah, change the name. And what was they, the name before? They, they don't get it anymore." I don't know. I think they still call Dish, but I think the whatever free they got's ran out. What was the town called before? Clark. Oh, so Clark's not a bad name to give up. And Dish is in all caps. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope they get a renegotiate. Like, it's like, you know, it's like we're called Dish as long as you give us free stuff. But once you're not, then we're not. We're not going to do it. Yeah, they're like, we'll call ourselves Comcast Texas, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can find the deal. <laughs> Direct TV Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, go back down. Yeah. Uh, oh, we'll go. Hmm. Um, so Amarillo, Texas, some farmers 
cattleman in Amarillo, Texas, sued Oprah back in 1998 because she did an episode on mad cow disease. And she said something about, this ain't going to make, I'm not going to want to eat beef anymore after this. And they said it really hurt their business. So they sued Oprah for defamation. And it went to trial in Amarillo, so much so that she had to move her show to Amarillo for a few weeks while this trial was going on. Oh, wow. Wow. So for like six weeks, she did a show from... So uh, didn't re- she wasn't really worried about it, it seems like. She was like, yeah, I just moved my show to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she seemed pretty... I mean, this is a picture of her. It says Oprah Vindicated. She seems pretty excited that she won. Yeah. I mean, how case. could you even sue her for that? I mean, I guess if you said it's hurt... I mean, it's not like a criminal thing, but just like defamation hurt our business and she didn't have any... You know, they said she's just saying stuff that's not true. And uh, at the time, her show was probably, I mean, her word was, yeah. Oprah says it. Yeah, she's yeah. getting people to read books. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people are going to listen to She'd her. She'd be around too. now. That wouldn't even make the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're so far the opposite way now that you're like, even if she said it, you're like, I don't believe either. I don't believe you. I don't believe the meat. I don't believe <laughs> right. banks. Right. Exactly. Like, you're just like, I don't trust anybody. Oh, I said for six weeks, nearly a year, she relocated oh to gosh. Amarillo's Little Theater. Wow. And during the trial, she hired Dallas-based jury consultant Phil McGraw to aid her in selecting... Oh, Tim jury. McGraw's brother. Well, Dr. Phil. Oh. Are they related? Uh, Both had a strong so. mustache game. <laughs> yeah. Both Tim and Phil. I bet they've met... They probably met... That's pretty big. Phil McGraw. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she like helped that town up, probably. Amarillo? Yeah. Who do you guys think is the most famous celebrity from Texas? Who do you think of when you think of Texas? Matthew McConaughey. That's kind of what I think, too. I do think of him. Yeah, he's the mm-hmm. first guy I think I mean, of. I think of a lot of country singers, too. Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson, yeah, I think. George uh, Strait? Billy Joe Shaver, George Strait. George Strait, for sure. Amarillo by morning? Yeah, up from San Antonio. Yeah. It's a helium reference, I think possibly. of Rogan now, too. <laughs> I think Texas. Uh, I'm thinking of the names that jump in when I when yeah. I but say would you Texas. say Rogan? He's not from Texas, but he's he's Texas. Yeah, that's I don't a think weird. Of, but I don't think front like okay, it's like born I, and raised like Texas. Yeah, yeah, born. yeah. I think I think okay. if you're like I live in Texas now, like yes, Ro, like Rogan's in Texas, so everybody knows he's in Texas. Uh, I mean, Elon Musk is in Texas. Te- then he mm. moved his. I don't know. Yeah, if he lives yeah, there, they're but, in Austin. Yeah, well, they're. Waylon Jennings says it don't matter who's in Austin. Bob Wills is still the king. That's what he says. Who's that? Bob Wills was a Texas uh, and the Texas Playboys. He had the swing band. During World War II. A Western swing band. Yeah. Bob okay. Wills. So Bob Wills was pretty big at one time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys think about Bob Wills when you think about Texas. I haven't thought about him much, no. I think of Nolan Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George Strait, the Bushes. The I Bushes, mean, for yeah, sure. Yeah, the Bushes might be. That might be. Beyonce is up there too, probably. <laughs> right? She's from Houston. I don't. I, I feel like I wouldn't even know. There. Yeah, there's a lot I would not know where she's from. Okay. So it'd be like, where do you know they're from? The Bushes are probably right. Matthew Gunner just now because you see him out. He's okay. uh, so it's kind of just who you think. Emmett, I would you know you could probably go Cow Emmett Smith or Troy right. Emmett just because yeah. the Cowboys. Uh, but, but they, they kind of relocated there. I mean, they. Yeah, but you just would. They did, but you might think that if someone said it, you might. Johnny name Menzel. Him. Johnny Football. I mean, at one point, his last name was Football. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Texas. That's a big deal. It is. Yeah. 
Is there a right answer to this? Is there is there some way to quantify? No, I just wanted to. I think of the Bushes and George yeah. Strait and yeah. Matthew McConaughey. I, I had an aunt, a great aunt, that lived in Texas. Well, I don't think she's in consideration. Well, that's who I think about, though. Okay. Really, East <laughs> Texas. We call her, her name was Aunt Pud. And we had my grandma, they all had nicknames. My grandmother's nickname was Boozy. And I don't even think she drank. I don't know where that came from. But we would go out, we would drive out to Texas, go across Mississippi, across Louisiana, out to uh, out to Texas and hang out with Aunt Pug. And she you had all these rabbits in her backyard, just wild rabbits. And we didn't have rabbits in Alabama. So I loved it. And then when I got older, we would go out there. And my and Aunt Pud told me that the rabbits were like eating all our garden up. And she wanted me to shoot them. And she had a BB gun. So I remember these rabbits that I used to love as a kid. Now I'm like a teenager and I shot one of the <laughs> rabbits and it didn't die right away, but I didn't want it to suffer. So I had to like shoot it a bunch of times. It was traumatic for me. Mm. And uh, and then I, I don't know that we ever went back out there after that, <laughs> yeah. but I liked my Aunt Pug. Uh, rest in peace. It was traumatic for me. I was like, jeez, I, yeah. I love these rabbits. My... Uh, uh, uncle, uh, they, my, uh, they live in Houston, but we, I lived in Del Rio, Texas. You did? I was, yeah, when I was five. Oh, I ran away. And <laughs> no, we moved there. My dad, uh, was a teacher at St. James Episcopal School. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we drove there. Uh, I, you know, I remember bits of, I remember Horned Toads, they were in oh, Texas, yeah. and I remember catching them. Crawl dads. That's the same as horn frogs, like TCU. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, so we, li- yeah, we lived there uh, when I was, uh, yeah, when I was five. We lived there for one year. It snowed. I remember that. Kind of remember that. Uh, but yeah, lived there. And then I went back and did a show. Like I remember did uh, a college run, and it was like along the border, and. Uh, I remember we went in this lady, the girl that booked me was like, she was, she was over, it was all community colleges. So she like booked me at this school and she was like from Georgia. So she was like, this was, this is, I mean, years, like eight years ago, 10 years ago. And she like seen me and she liked me and she was like, oh, I wanted to bring a, you know, comedian here. Well, we go, I go do these shows. I mean, nobody speaks English at these schools really. I mean, it's a second language. It's at best, like it's. And so I'm like down there and I'm like, think it's going to be like, oh, I'm about to do a big run. Like, you know, it was a big deal to do those community colleges, do a big run all during the day. Yeah. And then you go do it and you're like, I don't, these people are not going to get any of these jokes. And uh, it ended up being great. Like, she was great. And then uh, I remember uh, I went, we went to an Applebee's to go eat. And I, and I still, they were playing uh, Mexican music. Is that what you say? Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, they're playing Mexican music in the Applebee's. We walk in, and then they started playing like Garth Brooks and regular. And I swear, when I saw you walk in. <laughs> I think they did it. Like it was almost like it was all like it was so many people that were like, "Yeah, we're just listening to our the music we want to listen to." And then like one white person walks in, they're like, <sighs> and then they just went like Garth Brooks and like, oh yeah. And I remember thinking, did that music just change? <laughs> Like mid song, yeah. It was just, it was just like, <laughs> all right, well, we got to make it normal. I and that was, uh, what was that? I, uh, I don't, I maybe near Del Rio. I was in Del Rio. Uh, they might have I, thought we you were in, a secret shop. Del Rio is on the border. Like, so yeah. I remember we went over to Mexico once. We got a one of those chess boards. 
that was like the marble chess. Oh yeah, you know mm. you can buy them at like. Uh, do you see Del Rio? Yeah, here's Del Rio. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Del Rio is on the border, yeah. so we live there. Uh, and you could walk over there. Or the Rio Grande, right there. I mean, a few blocks. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We thought about going the other That's way. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we were there. I mean, this is, it had to be 1985 when we were there. Did you ever run away from home when you were a kid? No. You never did that? Not even like, you know. I wouldn't have ever, no. <clears throat> I wouldn't have done it. I'm trying to think if Harper tried to run, like, uh, <clears throat> I feel, I don't know if I'm making, like, I can't remember if she might have, or said something one day of like, did she? I don't know. I believe in Pakistan. It doesn't case. feel like she, she wouldn't do that. I mean, I know she's 10. I'm acting like she's 50. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> but I, I for some reason in my head, something pops up about a kid, you know, going to do it, and you watch them just kind of walk, and then uh-huh. they, you just sit up there and watch them, and then they come back. Like, and I want to say when she was real little, like something like, you know, yeah. it's very, it's cute. Yeah, because you know uh, they're, you know they're coming right. Yeah, back, it's right? just it, it's the best. I ran away for hours. I mean, multiple times. Like, really? I'm done with this, <laughs> you know, or whatever. I get Enough. Done. Yeah, I'd enough. Just get on my bike and ride like a mile away, and then I, you know I get hungry. Yeah. So I have to turn around and come back, <laughs> tail between my legs, act like nothing yeah. happened. You know? Look at that! Why'd you run away? I don't know. It did was you, the kid. You don't want to like, carry on the Notre Dame legacy. Did you tell him you were running away, or did you just do it? I think I'd probably you leave a note. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, do they ever know? Or you were? I think yeah, they yeah. know, but they know me well enough to know I'm coming right back. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll get over it. He's just steaming a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You're really zero. What's the zero threat thirty? What's the uh, movie? Zero, zero dark, dark thirty? thirty? No, The Office. His movie from the oh, Office. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Scott's movie that he made. I can't remember. Yeah, one. I thought it was something like. Threat level midnight. Threat, Threat level midnight. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't really make sense. But <laughs> I was thinking you go zero to like you're like everything's cool to like I'm running away. Yeah, zero to sixty. Yeah. Yeah. You would just gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Three ten to you. Yeah. I don't know if any of these. <laughs> yeah. Three ten to you. Yeah. Uh, Texas has more guns than any state. Here more than a million registered firearms. Mm. Wow, I thought it was. I really thought it was like Wisconsin or Minnesota. I thought it was something like that you wouldn't expect. You didn't think it was our biggest state? I I thought somebody had said something uh, like it was Wisconsin yeah. or Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Who knows if any of this is right? Yeah, it would make sense to be. It makes sense that it was Texas. Yeah, for sure. There's a conspiracy theory Mm-mm. from right. a few years ago. Uh, Jade Helm fifteen. Oh, yeah. You know this, Dusty? Yeah, oh, Dusty's oh. eyes lit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Would you like to walk out of the room? Like, <laughs> uh, do you know Jade Helm 15? No. It was a military training exercise. This is in 2015 that all the armed forces were participating in training exercise. But the the word got out. People were starting to say that it was really the U.S. government was about to try to take over Texas. They were shutting down a lot of Walmarts and yeah. operating out of the Walmarts. Yeah, and yeah. they thought they're going to try to do martial law and round up. In fact, a lot of people was 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 saying that like Walmart was like some <laughs> kind of like wall backwards is law, and then, yeah. you know what I mean. People <laughs> people were really yeah. they were really tram drawing. law. Yeah, like it was well, they were taking <laughs> off the T. You know, it was like yeah. M A R like martial law. They were really drawing some straight. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying I, I I'm not saying I was laws. in. But I was. <laughs> I, 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 I watched some videos on it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll watch anything. I'm not. That's not on yeah. Netflix. Is yeah. It? No, no, no. That's, no, a, that's no, a YouTube it's documentary. Not, it's not even on YouTube anymore, probably. It's not. No. But no, that's why 
why YouTube's the best, though. It used to be. Used to, now they got yeah. it off. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, even the governor of Texas. When was this? 2015. Oh. So. They were just like, we're going to take over. Well, people were starting to think that the federal government was going to institute martial law, come in, take over Texas, try to take away guns, right? Yeah. And there yeah, was something sure. about Walmart and even China, I think. Well, people think, well, I mean, a I, lot of people think that Walmarts are like secret military, like they can be, they can become a military base at any point. That's what oh, a lot well, of people believe. Walmarts can? Yeah. And why is that? Because they just, they say they have the ordering system already built into place to where they can order whatever they need. They have, you know, secret entrances oh, underneath. The shipping infrastructure, yeah. they already have yeah. all that in place? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, like that's like if there's like a hurricane or something like that. Some of these big companies have the, I guess, the ability to like help and like yeah. get stuff. But I mean, I think that would just be like, yeah, you're a big company. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying I believe it, but I do. I did watch the stuff. I mean, people. It was a bunch of people that would drive around the parking lots of Walmart and they would film different things, and people would film the garden center and they would go. That you know, they'd say, "There's barbed wire around the top of this. It's this like <laughs> a prison out here." You know that kind of stuff. And you're looking at it, and you're like, "Well, it doesn't like a prison." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it's probably to keep people from shoplifting. But yeah, it does right. look like a prison. Yeah, you could. Kind of get into it, right? You can see. Yeah, I mean, pattern. I can get into it. I mean, I got you know, I got time to kill. I'm in hotels a lot. Yeah. So some conspiracy theorists have connected the Jade Helm 15 military exercise with an apocalypse caused by a comet or asteroid striking the Earth, because the exercise had an ending date of September 15th, which is the same month identified by some conspiracy theorists for the catastrophic impact of a comet or asteroid, which oh, didn't wow. happen. Yeah. But it's not a crazy. Leak what do conspiracy people say about? Uh, when stuff doesn't happen? Well, I think a lot of people, you know, they just move on. Right? <laughs> they don't. To the next one. There's not really, I mean, with anything, though, there's never really much acknowledgement. Yeah. You know, they just, just kind of move on. And, yeah, they just kind of go, all right, well, that was, we tried that yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, people will fade away. I mean, yeah. there's been people that, that have predicted things and then it doesn't happen and then they just kind of fade away because now they, you know, Nobody's listening to them now. But couldn't you argue that because you guys, or because of they uncovered it, that that's why it got stopped? Well, that's interesting. I have heard people say stuff like that too. They were like, "Oh, they if you caught on to us, they you know." I have heard that before. That too. would be a great. That's the angle you would need to go. Yeah, and then you're like, "I'm a hundred percent on stopping all this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're welcome. I stopped this yeah. from happening. And then you'd be like, "Well, you need to let one happen." You're like, "Well, the next one you don't want to happen, mm -hmm. right?" Mm -hmm. Because it's they're taking over a Walmart, Walmart tram law, the tram law, or another another way to go. We go. It did happen, and you just didn't even realize it. Yeah, the world did end. You know. Yeah, I mean that's what some people will say stuff like that. You know, with uh, like biblical predictions and stuff. People will say, "Well, you don't think it's happening because it's not on the news, but it did happen." Mm -hmm. You know, people will say things like that. I've heard that before. I mean, I'm just into watching it all i'm into seeing what's happening right, right. i mean it's a lot of fun for me were yeah. you into y2k or were you too young no nah, i was too young then i was but that uh, you'd have got swept up oh yeah yeah <laughs> i mean oh yeah that would have been I mean, yeah. That, yeah that would have been incredible for <laughs> yeah, me yeah 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 i mean we were a little worried about it i mean that's the year i graduated high school you know so i was about yeah. eight i mean and it's like uh you know we were worried about it a little bit yeah. but but not i think i remember being a little like you're like it was a crazy thing that you're like is something gonna happen what did people think was gonna happen uh well, they just said that like all the computer systems yeah. were just programmed for 
like at 99, it would yeah. just reset. Right. And then everything would be, all the banking systems would be messed Missile up. Missile defense like, systems, yeah. probably. Power everything. grids go down. Power grids. Even okay. my grandmother came to our house that night just to. Oh, so y'all were worried about my, my, a little bit. My, my, mom, my mom told me my grandmother came. I don't even remember her coming, but she would never come to our house. Uh, Yeah, that yeah, because I mean, you would. You know, then you're you're just now you people are talking so much about. There's so much. Every day is the craziest thing ever to happen in our history of Earth. Is every day, right? Oh yeah. So yeah. it's now. I think you know. But then you're like, it was. I think that's the example though. So it was borderline unifying. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was everybody was like kind of like on board. Like oh. Yeah. Well, I was about to say a little bit of the opposite. I feel like because nothing really happened, obviously. I think people thought some stuff would blow up too. Yeah, yeah. But then the, when nothing happened, people said, "See, I told you all while nothing was going to happen. This is just a bunch of media blowing hoo ha, whatever." But I feel like because I feel like this is an example of they got on top of it, not the media, but just anybody. They fixed the problems. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think if they had just ignored it, there would have been some yeah. major problems because they worked on this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Leading up to it, yeah, they did. The, the it didn't sneak up on them. No, Y two K. It's like they saw it coming on the calendar. Yeah, right. So they got on top of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think anything would happen. Uh, that might be a good place to stop. Yeah. All right. I feel great. Uh, all right, everybody. <laughs> I will be in Texas this week: Midland, El Paso, Lubbock, Amarillo. Come out. Uh, and yeah, and then New Year's Eve. Uh. Toronto and my special. I did not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about yeah, that at all. Talk I'm about surprised. That. Talking about it at the very end. Uh, you want to save that for next week to talk? Like, I have some questions about the title and stuff. We can yeah, talk about that. we can talk more about it. Yeah, next okay. week. But it is at Amazon and all that. So uh, we're talking about it next week because uh, I forgot to say it. But yeah, January thirty first, Amazon. Uh, yeah. Uh, this Friday, I'm with Henry Cho and. At the Shoals Theater in Florence, Alabama, January 7th, ASW Whiskey Exchange in Atlanta, and January 28th at Fox River Church in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Nice, man. I'm uh, San Diego, California this weekend. Mike Drop Comedy Club. Pretty excited. Friday and Saturday, three shows. Come on out. Wow, that's amazing. I had no idea. I am also in San Diego. At American Comedy Company. Oh, are you really? Yeah. That's crazy. I had no idea. Oh, my God. We're in San Diego at the same time. That's going to be great. Let's talk. It'd be great for my ticket sales. It's going to be fun to see you out there. I had no idea. Yeah, where where are you going? Where are you at? I'm at Mike Drop Comedy Club. I think it's all that stuff's very close to each other. Yeah. I, I don't know for sure, but I know okay. like the club and a lot of that's right there. But I mean, people can go see both this week. Yeah, oh, that's right. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, let's do that. That's right. Yeah. Let's spin it that way. Yeah. Wow. That's I'll be there cool. Thursday, cool. Friday, and Saturday. Nice. San Diego. Go see the ad. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. You can Aaron go and see Dusty. Aaron and Dusty. You go see them. That's pretty fun. You go see. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Look at that. That's fun. Yeah. That's going to be great. Uh, all right. <laughs> you guys want to guess how many states we've done now? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. 12. 13. Uh, 15. 16. This All is right. our 16th. Oh, wow. Right, we'll make it through. It's it. a milestone. Yep. Yeah. We'll do some more. All right. Uh, we didn't cover nothing of Texas. <laughs> yeah, but, we did. No, <laughs> talked about white <Y2K. laughs> Uh We love you and see you next week. Bye.
Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetzi, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.